0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk
1: shoes.
2: Recorded live. Cotton in the ditch. That cotton you black sum bitch.
3: Daddy was a Klansman, a Southern Democrat. Long white sheets and funny looking at singing. Song, song of the South. Whoop a nigger's ass and burn his house. Gone, gone with the wind. Ain't no nigger talking back
2: again.
1: Three blind cogs, three blind cogs, see how
3: they run. Did you ain't much fun. We all run after another mess. Why did you catch up the tips of the car? Bring life. Have you ever seen a more mental sight in your life than three blind
2: cogs? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Hello, I'm George Kiquet, and I
4: don't
0: always drink urine, but when I do, I prefer those Lindsdets.
2: <laughs> You're listening to Pastor Lindsdets, the movement turd. <laughs>
1: Master listed Aryan man with an
3: Armageddon plan. He railed road train. Wants to kill all the Jews and a lot of Uyghurs, too. He is a psycho, er, non-Uyghur
1: brain. Martin had a wife, be loved all his life. For kid, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye, and dog all wise, and putting Zog Babylon in his
3: grave. It was on a weekday night, when Tuesday that day's right, he says, On damn tight claims, when the winners yap with a shout, Damn stupid fucking love. that Pope Marty done hits at what he
1: aims. Marching out a wife, beloved loved all his life, for grandkids they are so brave. Destroying Zog, cut his eye, as he lies, and
3: being dog wise, and putting off Babylon in his grave. <laughs> It was on any weekday night, when the pastor is at home, talking to Christ's family tree. When along come dirty Jew, and a song King wigger or two, making these ass whooping necessary.
1: Barkin had a wife he loved all his life, for grandkids they are so brave. The giant dog closed his eyes. Every dog lies and putting a dog Babylon in his grave.
3: <laughs> Well, the astronauts hold his breath when they hear a pastor's death. They wonder why he don't fucking lie. It was dirty pisser possums and all the Satan's mansards that want to kick him down on the sly. Martin had a wife he loved all his life.
1: Well, grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying and drow caught his eye, and facing off zog life, and putting Zog-Bablon in his grave. <laughs>
2: Greetings, Zogling Wigger, and cross, Ask, Crossroads, as Zog, right here in the open
3: air, Coast, Coast, Nut House. We call Zog Babylon, third and five. but this show is always the name of the lost and found sheep of the house of Israel, ye chosen the seed, our Israel's race, ye who did hear Christ call. Greetings. This is episode number what? 324.5 with a of the Movement turned. Tonight is the 7th of April, 2016. It is what? A little bit after 11 o'clock. Usually when the two-legged poopy dog is here, uh, you know, poopy dog gets me on time here. You know, uh, poopy dog gets all huffy. If I don't start the show by about at least 15 to 11, then, you know, poopy dog chews on my ass, the two-legged one. Four-legged poopy dog chews on my ass because I won't lift up. Uh well we'll lift up the entertainment center so it can get a mouse here. But <laughs> Uh
4: so anyway, uh I
3: I I essentially got some rest for the first time in about, you know, some you know, some good rest. First time a week and a half. Yesterday I got out just in time, the appellate brief for uh, what, uh, Church of Jesus Christ, Christianary, Nations of Missouri versus Newton County, Missouri, and that's the one where I'm suing my brother for killing my mom. Now, let's see, three years ago, about three, three years ago this time, we were around, what, Council Bluffs, uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa. Essentially, uh, Mike went ahead and killed my mom. We went to get her body up uh, at the Philip. uh you know, to fill up a funeral home, you know that's the uh, cap. that's the county seat of Hacking County, South Dakota, and I was listening to Mike bitch and piss and moan and whine, you know in part about, oh, how it costs so much to get her body up you know up from there?" And I said, "Well, shoot if you killed her uh, at you know such like her farm you know, at her farm in Granby here, why would it only cost about a dollar to take your body to the uh, funeral home? wouldn't cost that much. So anyway, last week, no, I mean two weeks ago, on the what, on the 30th, no, it wasn't two weeks ago, it was, what, eight days ago, uh, I got back from uh, Just City, had to show up in front of that evil little bastard, Kevin Lee Selby, and my sister was there. She said, Bad Selby? I said, Yeah. He said, Oh, what an evil, sort of like Brian was What an evil critter. He just, he just gives bad, bad days. And essentially, all they were going to do was a continuance. So, what happens is that the law firm uh, for whom she's having represent had a young little callow lawyer who does disability, social security disability claims here. He's just simply one of the little gnomes who sits in the back here, and he was, he was scared she was with Selby. Essentially, Selby had about 15, 20 lawyers in there, you know, all crowded in, gave them their marching orders, and then, you know, essentially they went out to fuck, you know, fuck the people. You know, Selby, he has a little closed little courtroom. He do not want hardly anybody seeing, you know, his dirty deeds. He's not as evil a critter here. Now, Brian Real may be eviler, but, you know I mean? Shit, all these evil Mongols are just, you know, evil. And what you do is you, when you see a Mongol, you just go ahead and assume that, you know, you're, you're looking at a rat. Really. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, wasn't an evil bastard. But anyway, he didn't actually rule. He didn't actually rule on the third motion to remove him because he knew that the appellate brief was coming off. So essentially, I had to get it out, and I waited until the last minute. It might be kicked out because it really wasn't in the form. Really wasn't in the form. It's still, what, sixteen pages? And so that's what it boils down to is, you know, I said, well, hey, do you know uh, the story about Naboth, you know, Naboth's vine- vineyard? We you to really call it, you know, the case of Martina's Hubble? That's my mother's name, Martina. She was named after her father, and I was named after my grandfather. I mean, what, 50, 60 years ago, the naming for Swedish-American babies was that, uh, you know, the first eldest son, grandson, was named after both grandparents. And the one that had the money came first. And the one who didn't have the money came second. So anyway, uh, so anyway uh, three years ago, I was driving up here and just listening to Mike scream and holler, you know, act like uh, he had to, you know, he was all annoyed because my sister sold her Portion of the ranch, and then, you know, pretty well, my brother Monty's kids and sold their portion of the ranch, and he was yapping because uh, essentially they would get some more found money. Get some more found money. And essentially she died on April 5th, which was five days before there was supposed to be guardianship hearings. And essentially... Uh, you know, my brother got this idiot lawyer, the stupidest lawyer in the county, uh, Terry Knapp, to essentially assure him no, he wouldn't have to bring Mom back to Missouri. So he drafted an idiotic uh, motion here, and when you have a crooked, you know, judge like Selby, it doesn't matter. It does, you never know where you are because you know there is no law, and that's exactly what we have in this country here: no law. No law at all. Uh yesterday, uh you know, I got done I got it mailed off at just before four thirty PM. Got all the copies made out. Of course only the one only the one which went to the eighth circuit had a blue cover. It'll get there tomorrow. You know, it, it's postmarked, it's you know, so I got the receipt for it. The rest of them just had white covers. I said, you know, two to uh, the two pigs. Essentially, I'm looking at the transcript. Essentially, Corporal Orrin Barnes told my brother, "Go ahead and kill your mother. Let me do." I mean, that's what he might as well told. Is that you know, and that's what my you know, that's what my brother realized here. Between Salby and Newton County Sheriff's Department, go ahead and go ahead and kill old women. Don't worry, matter. Don't worry, mad with the lawyers. So, well, I get this thing sent down, and then here is Great Telepic. Now he's some of a class act as far as libertines. He, he's unbearably politically correct. says so, so he had nine I says so, so they didn't want to give their names. And so when well, we find out at discovery, because I will see, I may try to get criminal charges pressed against you. But I believe that all these political parties. I'll be done away with because the purpose of political parties is to enable their people to win elections. But now you're saying is that, hey, not only no primary election, I mean, essentially, well, by purposes, why hold elections if you're going to determine who gets to run? Essentially, what happens is that the Democrat Party and the Republican Party and the Libertine Party and the Constitution Party, they don't believe in a Republican form of government, And neither do I, really. It comes down to, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in elections. I'm listening to Rams, Paul, I'm looking at this other thing, and, you know, uh, over the last year or so, the ones who are really talking about, you know, they've been talking really about an ethnostate, a ethnostate. And probably nobody in, quote, white nationalism, or as I prefer to be called, white supremacy, those white nationalists are so fucking retarded. No one seems to realize is that it's not going to be a ethnostate. It's going to be you know,
2: 10,000 of them, more or less. That's what it's going to be. But what you, what you see is you see Hillary, and you see
3: Bernie, Jew boy, and the rest here. They're yapping that Uyghurs are going to go ahead and give them what they want. And by the way, on Monday, I think it was Monday, I end up signing for three papers, essentially old nigger lips, Brian Rio, against, you know, Pastor Martin said, against the Church of Jesus Christ Christian Aaron Nations of Missouri and against Roxy not. And Nigger Lips is not only suing me, but he's suing the, my church corporation and he's suing, you know, Roxy as a member of the board directors. She's like, Why? Me, I've never i never said anything to you know, to that, you know, to that little mongrel. I said, Well, it don't really matter. And he's suing us in mentor, you know, mentor municipal court. Now, how the hell does mentor municipal court have any possible jurisdiction? But I went ahead, and during one times I went ahead typed in Brian reel. See all the Brian reel pictures. You know, never looking like a mongol, especially recently. I mean, shoot, there's no doubt that the you know, critter is a, you know, is a mongol faggot, But I go ahead and I see what the star chest. I was wondering how the hell did he sue star chest. Well, folks, it turned out the star chest. Turns out the star chest. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, was just giving out sort of tuna mush and not filling their cans full of, uh, you know, was not filling their cans full of uh, tuna. You know, hardly any tuna. You know, I mean, just tuna mush. Now, when I was a kid, I mean, you have chunks of tuna in a can. Nowadays, it looks like sort of watery cat food. You know what I mean? But... Anyway, they admitted they admitted that they had underfilled some cans by about oh a a gram or two, I I forget how much. And so they admitted and what, what Starchist said is that hey, we'll give twenty five dollars cash to anybody who can claim that they were plausibly claimed that they were ripped off by us, and we'll give fifty dollars in tuna if you don't want the twenty five dollars. Nigolaps hears about that, decides to sue Starkist in Lake County, Ohio for sixty four thousand dollars. Uh essentially Starkist kicks it up to the Starkist kicks it up to the uh oh, up to the Northern District of Ohio federal court. The Northern District of Ohio Federal Court kicks it back to Lake County and essentially, you know, you know, the lawyer for Star argues about it, probably about saying, Hey, we'll give twenty five dollars or fifty dollars cash here. You know, we we'll are know the old nigger lives here, but how do we know the actual sort by it? I mean, how do you know, I mean I am looking at this news, but how do we know, you know, how does he get sixty four thousand mm-hmm. dollars? So from my gather, you know, they may have done like he did with that uh, auto company and cut a deal and got a thousand dollars or whatever here. But Negro Lips is just simply—I mean, it's—it's it's amazing. I gotta go ahead and look uh, because this quarter I'm gonna have over fifteen dollars. Uh, last quarter I ended up having fourteen eighty, fourteen thirty, something like that. Here's so I don't have to pay anything for having one hundred forty-three pages, you know, of uh, stuff here. You know, the last—the last day I went ahead and loaded up all about. You know, about what, oh you know, six dollars worth or six dollars worth or something like that. So I could print it off, send it up to uh Lake County, you know, both of that the stocking charge. Four freaking lawsuits, you know, my own nigga lips against me. Anyway, I'm coming in and here's these libertarians and essentially they don't believe in freedom. They don't believe in elections. They believe that they got Special privileges, they're a little special snowflake. Essentially, they can play at being a political party without actually having somebody run that they don't like for an office they don't like. So, hey, uh, this morning I went ahead and made sure I got my financial disclosure statement in. A whole bunch of critters have been sending me uh essentially, what would you do as governor? And the abortion rights people here are their first. Now, I'm going to freak them out and say, well, guess what? You know, I believe that I believe that essentially, oh, Quigress abortions here should be tightly regulated, very tightly regulated, as long as they have a baby Quigress in their belly. Now, if they have a niggler or something like that, hell, just you know, just pull it out and you know, you know, uh, put a hole in its head or whatever. Here, in fact, I believe in postpartum postpartum abortions up to 50 or 60 or 70 years for Jews, niggers, you know, faggots, whatever. I mean, them critters ought to be able to be uh, gut shot, you know, well after they've been squeezed out here. You know, that would be best for everyone. But anyway, uh, did that, and pretty well I went to bed around 12, and got up at 8 here, and then, oh, had some energy, and then I ran out of energy around, oh two, three o'clock here, and got another nap here. So pretty well, I'm rested out here, and I'm canned, rested, and ready to, uh, well, do the show. Uh, I was looking at, see seems like old Billy Roper and Paul Mullet, they went to Stone Mountain and showed their ass, and a few showed up. But the big deal, you know, for those of you who like Uncle Tom's dog pig, is that old uh, what's the what's his name? Old Boob Shitaker? You know, who who's gone ahead uh, you know creating the memes here? They're all pissed off at the alt-right, you know, alt-right cucks here. The alt-right cucks here, because the alt-right cucks here are, you know, they're not paying attention to their American suctard party candidate. So he's resigned. So maybe Uncle Tom's dog pig will be the new Presidential candidate here. And maybe we can have a Uncle Tom's Hog Pig Bitch Boo Bros ticket here. <laughs> hey, Uncle Tom's Hog Pig Bitch Boo Bros candidacy here. Remember, you heard it here first here. And guess what here? I want to be made a Major General at least here of the uh, Missouri militia or something like that here. Charge of extermination here. I'll, I'll go ahead and we'll have. We'll have uh, aim and get days. <laughs> we'll play sw- Swindlers list and we'll have aim and get days here, you know. <laughs> just go ahead and shoot for, you know, all and gagging two books any time you want. <laughs> but all after they put in a hard work hard work in the soap shape you know, factory. <laughs> You remember, remember uh, Passover's come up here pretty quick here where Pharaoh said to uh, make bricks without straw. Well, hey, uh, you know, you shouldn't do that. You know, I mean, I agree here. You should make lampshades and soap without straw. Have <laughs> to choose provide. The raw material for the shades and the soaps here. You know, then after hard work at the lampshade and soap factory here, you know, we see a few lollygaggy Jews here. We can aim and get them here, you know, just bang, 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 if you ever seen Swizzly's List. I thought it was hilarious. You know? <laughs> <But> <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, we might end up having Uncle Tom's Zog pig somewhere on his way, you know, between... Between the District of Corruption, fresh off, fresh off being debriefed here by Special Agent Charge, Sunequa Shemail, you know, in her Uncle Jay Edgar's building. You don't know that Jay Edgar was was a high yellow mulatto here, don't you? And, you know, here he is with a stretched out bunghole moving from... Moving from the district of corruption here, after being freshly debriefed several times here by Special Agent in Charge Dequishimel, on his way to Dogpatch, Harrison, you know, will run we into view with a uh, silly Roper, and and what happens is that I'm predicting that Mitch Booberos will be the next VP, the next VP, and old Uncle Tom's dog pig will be kicked up, you know, or you know, essentially uh you know, a little bit you know, uh Boob Schinnaker. I mean he has to hold down the Ford in the district of corruption here and hold down and you know, you know, make sure that he's you know, he's he's drinking up the liquor here along with along with uh Wolf Witz Wallstein. <laughs> Maybe Wolf Witz Wallstein can be the Secretary of State here, you know, in a in a <laughs> Uncle Thomas Ok Big Bowie a Bush Boob Brooks administration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! They said that I'm pretty smart, though. You know what I mean? So maybe I can become secretary of education here. How's that? So anyway, it's just just a notion here. Okay. Let's see here. Yes, he said he's in real here. Okay. What well, is dumb? <laughs> You up, I need to look and see what you charge. By the way, by the way, I went ahead and looked. Tattered Flag was bitching at me. It says that when he calls in and Eunuch calls in, I don't pay enough attention to the chat room. To the chat room to make a special deal with Tattered Flag and Eunuch. And all I can say of that is that they're probably right. They have reason to bitch at me. You know, I mean... You know, I really don't have much excuse other than that. Hey, generally, generally when I'm doing a show and I'm trying my best to entertain you and I can't even juggle. That essentially, looking at the Tard Crow, look at the Nimbus Tards and the Tard Crow. You know, I mean, hell, nobody. There is nobody who can really. Oh. Came a nimbus or TARD. A nimbus or TARD is sort of like a piranha tard. I mean, you know, pretty well nimbus or tards will do what nimbus or tards are going to do here. Now, of course, you could go ahead and block everybody. You can go ahead and crack the whip, but tards will be tards. Sort like Taylor Swift says here. I don't know. I, I used to like Taylor Swift about oh five six years ago when she was a cute little girl. Your little girl just budding kitties here. You know, singing about Romeo and you know, about how, you know, some little some little boyfriend faggot here like Justin Bieber did her wrong or whatever here. You know, I mean heck, it ain't like he pulled out a big asshole dildo and ass raped her or something like that. You know, some little some little whiny little girl thing here. And now now what happens? She's a big megastar here and uh you know, got to admit here, got to admit here, uh, if she knows how to handle old Kanye, I mean, there's a the stupid nigger. She just looks disgusted here. And old Kanye probably wants some of that Taylor Swift stanky, but that ain't going to happen. But, but, I mean, really, uh, you know, once once they go ahead and try to b- pretend to be big horse gangs here, you sort of get tired. You sort of get tired of them here. You know what I mean? I used to like old Shania Twat here. I used to like music here, but then she got all happy or something like that. United States of America. Well, guess what? They have a nigger, and he is—he's just having to go ahead and look at Klansmen here. And then the Klansman here says, "Oh shit, we'll have CNN nigger. CNN nigger listen to our Klan shit here," and they get all—they get. I mean, isn't anybody? Isn't anybody other than me just hold the fort and be in the way we ought to be? I don't know about you, but, you know, I sort of think that you ought to be real. I mean, it's like this. Just get real. You know, not get smart, but get real. That's what you ought to do. So, anyway, well, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. The gentleman, take it here. Welcome, new critters. Well, hey. You know that's why that's why we have all sorts of tards here. I mean, this this show is real. How's that? Tuna chug check, your podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome to Critters here. You he said it's doing real. Yeah, that's what I need to do is just bring it. You know, to you know, it's going to, to cost me money here. Uh, someone someone was. I was looking at postmistress Grammy here, and I says, "Hey, this I had to get this out here." Because it cost my church five hundred five dollars. You know, to take the case uh, you've heard of. You know, you've heard of uh,
2: Vineyard. Well, guess what? It's the case of Martinez Hubble. You know, after the farm, just what about a mile or two from here. So, in case it had to be done. I'm the one who ends up doing it. All these people talking about, you know, doing
3: things here, most of them don't.
1: So anyway, folks, I'm gonna go ahead and take a break and
3: we
2: will be back in a few minutes. Hail Victory. Yeah, I can. I can see old Uncle Tom's dog Pig here.
3: You know, uh, him and I ain't exactly pals. You know, I I I think that old Mitch Mubero has a better chance of being vice president of the American Fucktard Party than uh, you know than I am. What happens is all these alt right faggots—they don't much care for me either. They think I'm a fucking maniac too. <laughs> So anyway, we will we will be back in just a minute here.
2: Why uh, redheads are attracted, well, okay. Oh um, damn! By the way, by the way, we we had uh, a couple times we had Sarah in Ohio,
3: and I like Sarah in Ohio. She's She's essentially, she has all the four F's here. She's fat. She's fat, fertile, fecund, you know, whatever here. I forgot how to do it. She, she, she does have all the, you know, maybe flatulence. I don't know. Here. But anyway, we will be, you know, we will be, uh, I looked I looked at Sharon, Ohio. I looked at her picture here. She is fat. She is fertile. I mean, uh, you know, sounds like sounds like a Ohio Wigress here. You know, who has made a few pointy point mistakes here. But hey, uh, when it comes down to it here, she does squeeze. She does squeeze out. She does squeeze out baby racist here. So uh, that's that's all for the good. So,
2: anyway, folks, we will be back in a few hail victory. Little black bastard in the ought to be Well, plenty of them in friends, after that's sure. We'll go back. Why not you come into movie country and call me up here like this? You'd rather they
3: just, you rather have just a private, rather have just a private, you know, series of death threats or whatever. Yeah. what, what whatever. Why don't I just show up at your fucking house I'll kill You come to me when you wanted something, but a hundred and ten was all you could get. Now you're calling me with coughing and death breath, you stay with a piss possibly eating much shit. Well, oh well, are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? I searched the world over
1: and all I found true love, you met another and you was
2: gone. Okay, we are back.
1: Uh, let's see here. I was, I, I will
3: probably unmute 29 here, but I'm not ready for – oh, sometimes I'm ready and sometimes I'm not here. Let's see. All right. Rockstone planned later this month. So it hasn't been in there. You have old Billy Roper. Oh once the kite kind shoes of in backslide this place,
2: okay, oh All right, right. There'll be some about this here. Let's
1: see okay,
3: Usually, later all this month here you i want I wanna go back to uh. Falters with resignation. American Freedom Party presidential candidate Boob old Boob One Head, and heck, everyone's paying attention to Trump. Everyone's paying to Trump, paying attention to Trump.
2: And picture of an eagle. All right, baby duck. Other
3: than you, the Daily Spermer, yes. American National Super PAC formed by Heart National's, you know, American Freedom Party. Okay, now they're pissing and moaning here. Let's see, William Johnstone, American Fucktards Party's chairman. Well, hey, we'll put America in Most recent call. So now they're robo calling. Now, folks, really, if you're sort of really really sort of with Trump here. You're best, you best to sort of tone it down here. And like I've tried to tell people, and like I have told people, Trump is not a white supremacist. He's not a white nationalist. He's not a Jew hater. He is is really the best of an extremely sorry lot. But he wants to make America great here, and that is what we should want. We want to make America dead. That's what we should want to do here. Now, with questions for Milo Yeniopoulos here, sounds like a you know sounds like a Greek Jew boy, and you have Andre the Nigger looking like a frog. <laughs> okay, here, History Jew, Yo, old Treasury here. Okay, okay, so that's why black men sexually here. There's this Nigger here. Let's see here, GamerGate. All righty. Everybody take it over at the point. Uh, okay. Soft-tart retards. All righty.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, heck, you have a little cork-eyed, red-haired, ginger manzras with a little ring in her nose. Who the hell is that here? and Rap, feminist pervert. Well, Hey. Good Lord, she looks like a bitch with teeth here. I don't know if I would let my wanger here go in that here sort of a ginger ginger kaicus uh cork eyed is here mouth here. Looks like she has a whole she, looks like she has a whole bunch of very sharp teeth here. Sorry, Julie fundamental. Okay, we get a different impression here. Okay, I guess it's Milo's Yamel, whatever here, you know, uh, he has bleached hair. But most of the time he looks like a Greek WAP. Sort of like Geraldo Rivera or something like that here. Okay, white people. Okay. will be restored. Jews well that's true here. Okay. Hmm. Fourteen eighty acres. All righty. Okay, well, Andre the Nigger Andre the Nigger isn't what they uh what he's trying to pretend to be here. What does, what's kind of sick for her? doesn't like it? it's sort of like it's sort of like Andre the Nigger four years ago. He didn't like Hitler. You know, and really, really when it comes down to it, Andre the Nigger likes Philip you know, underage Filipino, you know, uh, you know underage Filipino uh you know, uh what? Imeldo Marcus Junior Juniors and Colin pitted Ethiopian, you know, thirteen year old or twelve year old tone kitted Ethiopian skanks that really belong on national Ge- in the page within the pages of National Geographic, and probably was Andre the Nigger's great 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 grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, there's love of Hitler here, just only originally about two three years ago here.
2: All righty, let's see. All righty. Shilling a test slide, okay, well, hey, some of
3: the stuff is, you know, not my leer. Okay,
2: Leader facts. Uh, I'm looking at Andre the nigger's stuff here.
3: Okay. Andre the Nigger. He does have he does have a lot of target. In fact i go ahead and look at Andre the Nigger. Hail victory though, I, I don't really like Andre the Nigger using that here. Uh what matters is our plan. Well that's neat here. I mean you got some you got some fairly you know, fairly interesting stuff here. You have Trump. Okay, <laughs> my uh... Okay. Andre I yeah you know, I find Andre the Nigger hilarious though. Yeah,
1: well, I, <laughs> Alrighty.
3: Let's see what old cunt here Wallace has to say. Norwegian man, my Somalian. Okay. He looks like a Norwegian Whigger. Whigger man was raped by a Somalian refugee. Okay. Bill Clinton drops truth bomb on black, you know, lies in there here. Okay. I guess he deported. He deported, he got deported this, uh, what was it, Malcolm X Scholar, Amanda. Okay. A Carson Nor- Nordahl-Hawken and his were a Somali refugee.
2: Okay.
3: Famous night. He had been anally raped by a, by a Somali nigger male. He's all mad because... The Somali nigger got deported. Of course, he looks like he might be a a manzer himself here. Okay, this is over on this is over on original you know, uh, Oxnard, said here. Let's see what old Bill, let's see what old uh, Bill Clinton here or Bubba Clea was saying here. Well, the 1994 crime was Bill Clinton's fight, and he was clearly there about being attacked for science. success and bill, so saved so many black lives. Okay. You have pictures of old Hillary when she didn't look such an evil skank here. She was a younger evil skank. And the nigger lives people are setting it out. And yeah, I remember seeing that. About uh, she called niggers, you know, you know, nigger youths, super predators who need to be brought to heel. Uh, she regretted her language. Well, of course she does. You're know, sorta of like old sort of like old uh lion cheating Ted Cruz here regrets talking about New York values here now that he's running in New York. Just a third behind
2: old pussy pull like C Sack here. Dale Clinton, all right. I don't know how you the gang leaders have got thirteen year old kids hopped on crack. Okay, it's time to, I was going on, I was going on about old Bubba
3: Caligula and how uh, his bitch wife, Swillery, the Hildebeest, had called the, you know, nigger youths, uh, what, predators, which they are. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go ahead and mute
2: guest number 44 uh, because I feel like we need some Yes, forty-four. You're on.
0: <coughs> this is Beavis. Uh, I, I just wanted to apologize to Butthead because I, I called him Beavis <laughs> the other day, and uh, I think I was I was drinking. But th- that's my name, so I, I'm sorry, Butthead. Uh, I I know who you are. You know, sometimes when I drink, you know, I, I get confused. <coughs> <But> I'm Beavis. <laughs> You're Butthead. And uh, oh, it also I think it was because your voice. You know, you you change your voice, and uh, it sounds more normal now. I <laughs> 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 I missed the whole butthead. I <laughs> certainly do. Okay, all right. Hold, hold,
3: hold on a second here.
2: Hold on a second. You're on the air as well. Thanks, pal. Your hey, buddy, on the
5: good, good, good buddy Hank, huh? Is oh, he hey,
0: Is that butthead? Butthead. Hey, hey, did you hear my apology? Hey, hey. Butthead. Did you hear?
5: Yeah, uh... Well, so what's so much going on here, bros? We we just talking about?
0: <laughs> but we're talking about tundras and trees. Ha, <laughs> ha, and queen bees. Ha, <laughs> that rhymes. Ha, <laughs> but... Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, <laughs>
5: Sounds pretty interesting.
0: But, too. but you, you, me, and fourteen other men are gonna write a book together in the same house. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna save the white race from our couch together. I want, I miss you and me <laughs> back on the couch together.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we got uh, fourteen trailers down here so far in the PLE. So. Things are moving along pretty good. <laughs> but
0: hey, we don't need to reproduce. <laughs> but hey, just just fourteen single men. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> Hail victory. <laughs> but hey, come on, but hey. c- c- come back to the Trump Tower, Butthead. With me and Trump and the fourteen uh authors that are gonna save the world. <laughs> come on, Budhead.
5: <laughs> yeah Yeah, I've been waiting for Trump to come to my town. So like, I've been uh, practicing pulling my own weapon here, you know, for the big day. So.
0: Bye head. Bye head. Come on. <laughs> Come back to the couch with me. <laughs> I want you on the couch.
5: <laughs> Still down there, uh, ma'ams are, like, getting pretty excited. But, uh,.
2: So, uh, are you there, Maury? <laughs> butthead, what, why'd you change your uh, voice?
1: I'm I'm, for, I'm, going to
3: go ahead and let this go on for about another five minutes. Uh, not <laughs> not go on for about another but, five minutes. all. But, butthead, what, why'd
0: you change your voice, Butthead? <clears throat> Tell us all.
5: <clears throat> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, as I was explaining on my uh, show tonight, there is you know, this is all me, I mean, and you can get a soothing voice like me if you, you know, smoke 88 cigarettes a day, so, you know, get up to four and a half packs, and you could, uh, be an alpha, you know, like myself you know. so,
0: but we're, we're gonna, we're gonna get the names out of all the <clears throat> fake Aryans, because <laughs> we're the real Aryans, <laughs> the names out
5: of those fakers ha ha ha, ha. Don't put names out ha, ha. so that's, that's my secret to my clear uh, voice here is just uh yeah you gotta light up about every 10 minutes to get that m- amount in but you know, it's a lot of hard work but it pays off so that's all
0: what what name do you got for us tonight, it We need more names for the white race.
3: Have you uh, on them for, on them trailers here? Do you get them cheap or what?
5: Well, it's a BYOT bring trailer to uh, our 88 acres. <laughs> okay. it,
0: it's your house in Greenland, Butthead, It's your house in Greenland. No, we're Greenland, actually...
3: Green, yeah. there is. You know, this, this may This may be a big surprise, but by the way, there is a Greenland, Arkansas. Underneath underneath Bill. I don't know if you guys yeah, knew that here, but there is a Greenland, Arkansas.
5: Yeah, that, that's pretty close, but we're on the front Dixie lines here down, you know, so...
3: Well, Arkansas is for Dixie.
5: It's all pure aliens down here, so don't hey, worry. Hey, hey, hey right. butthead,
0: I, I'm gonna go back to the couch. I'll, I'm gonna be waiting for you, okay? Bye, butthead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the critter said, uh, "Critter, hang up here." Do you have anything else you want to say, uh, White arco Radio? Uh, with the uh, with the uh, what fourteen trailers on the eighty-eight acres.
5: Uh, no, this is actually white trash radio dot oh, com. Okay. So yeah, you got be confused with somebody else, I guess.
3: It says white narco radio.
5: No, you must be looking at the wrong one. I'm, I'm white trash radio.
3: Well. So- all right, I guess you forgot your alias for now here, but it's a quite a narco radio right now.
5: Oh no, I mean you might want to go in and get an eye exam there or something pasture, but yeah, it's quite <laughs> trash radio. That all really, right, um, all
3: right, all right. No 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 problem, no problem, no need to haggle about that. Uh yeah, I just I just was wondering if if you got four of them trailers, you could put them together and make it look like a Roman villa in the middle here, a little garden in the middle here.
5: You well, what we got is we got fourteen trailers, and we kind of circled them into a swastika formation.
3: <laughs> okay. So, <yeah. laughs> okay. Well, that sounds like a sounds like a winner here. We got uh, somebody else who shows up at uh, you know, who shows up at uh, Wolfowitz Wailing uh I don't know if he knew that uh, pretty well. Boob Shinnaker got all mad at the American Quacktard Party because they're paying more attention to Trump than they are to old Boob Shinnaker. and so he got a, you know he got a hit he quit and he ran off. But I was just wondering if we were going to have an Uncle Tom's Dog Pig bitch Booberos. Mitch uh, uh ticket on the American Fucktard Party uh, platform. Yeah, that's
5: yeah. pretty successful. They got a pretty good chance of uh, winning there, I think. Uh, so keep an eye on that. <laughs>
3: Well, I may mean, I am probably gonna be kicked off the ballot of the Libertunes in Missouri. I, I am running I am uh, last time I checked I was had not yet been kicked off the Libertoon Party uh you know, ticket as running for governor here. Uh that's what uh that's what this guy named Greg Telepic called, uh and it was nine of uh, the Missouri Libertune State Committee Politburo and they they voted not to accept my check, but I'm wondering if I essentially scared them because I did tell them that they would be sued, you know, perhaps criminally. So. Yeah,
5: I've been running for my local school board here. So.
3: Oh, I did, I did too. I got 21 votes here. Uh, I only got six votes for South Ward City Council. And let me see. I voted for me. Roxy voted for me. Uh, Roxy's nephew Skeeter voted for me. Uh, yeah. I my brother Pigleck said they vote for me, you know, although the hippo was mad as hell here. The hippo the hippo was probably, you know, probably maybe even even hit him in the face again here. About three, four years ago, you know, I was uh you know, I, you know around ten thirty pig called me on the cell phone here to my house phone mm. and uh I heard I heard out I heard out of the back, you're talking to him? You're talking to him and what happens, all of a sudden, hung up here. So then about four hours later, around 2, 2.30, Pail calls up again and says, said, uh, I bet you're laughing at that. I said, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I thought it was sort of funny here. You know, I, was, I was tempted to say, hold her off, Moan Piggler, here, quick, I'll call 9-1-1. He says, well, she only, hits me. she only hits me in the face an average of once every two weeks. Now, sometimes she hits me in the face several times a day and then sometimes we go a whole month without her hitting me in the face. But she doesn't hit me in the face more than once every two weeks. And I said, an average of once every two weeks. I said, You let you let this bitch hit you in the face? He said, Yeah, I'll go to jail here otherwise and I'll lose I'll lose uh, you know, I won't be able to see baby pickle. I says, why don't you do just like you know actually, brother Ralph says? Just yeah, simply simply just pay. Good
5: on the line.
3: Hmm?
5: Yeah, your, your good buddy there is on the line.
3: All right, well I'll let him I'll let him on here. You know? Yeah. We'll we'll go ahead and see
1: we'll go ahead and see what racist has to say. <clears throat> Hold on. You're unmuted now,
3: racist.
6: Yeah, I was just gonna ask you uh about that source of information for Christian identity I did look at that site that you mentioned, but um I wasn't sure Oh, well
3: there's quite a bit there's quite a bit on it here. Let me go look real quick here,
6: yeah, uh, because basically you know i'm I'm not very familiar with Christian identity. I've talked to a few people that are christian identity i will be honest like with who people.
3: like who it was uh, just not, not
6: anyone on the, the not anyone on the internet just someone uh, who I know who's christian identity. Um, Our okay. family, well, let me, a family. Let me go ahead.
3: Yeah, you know, where, where where you been talking to them from here? I mean, I'm I'm on the. I, I know them
6: in person. I don't talk. I don't communicate with them via the internet. But uh um, okay. But anyway, so I you know, and then I've looked at some stuff online, but uh, I, I'm just I am just curious because I, I will be honest from my standpoint because I never heard of it. It seems a little far fetched, but then uh-huh. again, I don't know. The well, way the way it's, the way it's, it's been described it's... to me is that. Uh christian identity believes that um the lost tribe or the tribes of Israel went over the Caucasus mountains and eventually became the different nations of europe uh, is that that's, you see it? that's that's in a nutshell uh pretty well all of
3: quote christian identity uh in many cases it's You know, if you were in the Worldwide Church of God, you believed, you know, before these Jews took it over here, when old Herbert died in 1986, 30 years ago, uh, it's a belief, Christian identity is a belief that uh, the northern and western European people, you know, of the British Isles, of Scandinavia, of Germany, of France, of Spain... Yeah, you know, we're not talking about the meeters or whatever here. We're talking about the Germanic and Scandinavian people are the quotes lost ten, actually all thirteen tribes of Israel. So that's the basic of you know Christian identity. Now, I follow I follow something called dual seed line Christian identity, and that dual, you know, two seed you know, it's sort of like it's also called two seed line. It's also called dual seed line because dual not only means two, it also means duality of the fight of good versus evil. And so there's two seed lines. There's one, which are the Jews who are literally the spawn of Satan from Satan's seduction of Eve in the Garden of Eden. And there's the, <laughs> there's the, there is the good one from from Adam through to... South because Abel was murdered and South met replacement, through you know, through the South, through to through to Noah, and then you had a local flood, a local flood in the Tarim Basin, uh north, you know, northwest of the Himalayas, you know, in southwest China in the Tarim Basin, and it was a local flood in a essentially a you know a basin which is about six hundred miles long and three hundred some miles wide. and then afterwards uh, you know the, the, the middle sun was called Shem, and that's why that's where the word Semite comes from because the son for Shem, and then through to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Israel. So you have two seed lines who are in conflict, and the rest of the creatures are descended from these are descended from the sixth day Beast of the field. Okay, so that's the that's a
6: dual seed line. That's a dual seed line version. Uh, and you and you believe the Jews are the Edomites?
3: Well, no. You got to understand this is that the Jews are descended from the Jews are descended from Cain, and then you end up having a bunch of other demons, these Watchers here. Uh, who became the uh, re, you know, refam giants here, uh, but in case Jews are you know, descended, you know, they're of Satan's line, lineage, from Satan's seduction of Eve, and then from Cain. So you had a bunch of Jews who did not, or proto-Jews, who did not go through the flood. And then after after the flood there's a question in Genesis chapter nine about cursing and be Canaan. They used to yap about cursing uh, cursed be Ham or Ham's curse. He was the youngest son of uh, Noah and he was a rather worthless piece of shit and he had a white wife who supposedly was the father, you know, father of the Egyptians and the Libyans, which was not the case. The uh, the Egyptians the Egyptians uh, had their own civilization. Uh, as did the Libyans of, of a sort here, and then he had uh, he had a uh, he had a uh, essentially the mother of Cain was also called Naama, and if you go ahead and look in Genesis chapter four, that was the sister of Tubal Cain, and essentially the there were two Lamechs. There was the good Lamech who was Noah's father. And there was the bad Lamech, who was sixth down from Cain, and who accidentally killed his great 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 grandfather Cain. And then you have secondary, you have secondary beliefs, was that uh, Sargon the Great of Akkad, you know, the founder of the first, uh, the founder of the first uh, empire, was uh, was Sargon the Great. So you, you end up having a number. Of other beliefs here. And so, you know, it's, you know, but but really the simplest one, at least with dual seed line, is that, you know, there's two seed lines here and we don't really care. Uh, for example, there's this uh, there's a Chicago Jew named Eli James who also named Joseph November who I hear was named Joseph Cutts or Putts. Uh, before he was known as Joseph November here. And we have, we have in Christian Christianity, a bunch of Mongols here. We have, uh, let's see, uh, James Wickstrom brought, I don't know if you heard James Wickstrom or not.
0: Uh,
6: no, I haven't.
3: Okay. He is a total piece of shit. We used to hang around here. And uh, Earlier, we had somebody who was, you know, Pat, have you heard of Aryan Nations with Pastor Richard Butler?
6: Uh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. What happens is that, you know, pretty well you had Gerald L. K. Smith who was sort of associated with Huey Long and Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and you've had you've had you've had the the dual seed mine message here is sort of a has sort of a you know it is a more is a more, I guess, wild concept here than basic British Israelite you know, Israelism, you know, because they believe the Jews are Judah here. But in any case the dual seed line is essentially the belief that the Jews are the spawn of Satan, and we are getting to, we are getting to essentially the end, you know, the end of, uh, you know, coming to the Great uh, Tribulation. Now coming up soon will be Passover, which has to do with Jesus, and also has, to, you know, the spring festivals which are Passover, the Days of Unleavened Bread, where the Israelites left Egypt. And then you have Pentecost, which, you know, corresponds to the founding 50 days after Passover, is Pentecost, which is the founding of the New Testament Christian Church. And then you have the Fall. And essentially you'll have the Feast of Trumpets, which represents the Great Tribulation of seven years. You know, seven years of the Apocalypse. And then you have the Day of Atonement, which the Jews call Yom Kippur, where Jesus Christ comes back, puts Satan into the pit for a thousand years, uh, which is represented by the Feast of Tabernacles. Then you have Satan being turned loose for a short time, and then Yahweh pretty well, uh, you know, killing off a whole bunch of the, you know, of the people who are deceived. And then you have the eighth grade, you know, last day, the eighth day, which is the last great day, which represents the great white throne judgment, and essentially judgment day. So essentially there's only two resurrections. There's a first resurrection. There's the first resurrection of all those, you know, men of old and of the, uh, the ones who died in the great tribulation, you know, and that's the first resurrection. They're going to be resurrected to be kings and priests. And then at the end of the, the thousand years plus a short time, you will have essentially Judgment Day, and that's in Revelation chapter 20. And pretty well all these, all these, all this timeline was revealed from Yahweh to Moses, and from Moses to the children of Israel in Leviticus chapter 23. So there, there is, there is other things. Essentially, Christian Day holds is that northern and western whites are the descendants of the children of Israel, and there had been migrations before before the assyrian deportation of what uh seven forty and then seven twenty three and then seven you know seven nineteen b c and then there was another deportation in which the Judeans were you know, the high ranking Judeans were sent off to Babylon, but you also had the Israelites and some of the Judeans, the lower quality, who remained behind, and then you had you had essentially the portion for Shem was all the way from the British Isles all the way to India. Uh Saint Thomas, you were doubting Thomas, well he was you know, he was sent to the Kushites, which uh You know, both of Ethiopian Kush and of uh, essentially Hindu Kush. And uh, St. Thomas was murdered by Jews when he was preaching to Israelites in Goa in India. So you you had the portion of Shem all the way from British Isles to India, you know, sort of in a belt here. And then the Hamites, they were in northern Africa. And the Japhethites were to the east of the Shemites. So, anyway, that's. Yeah, you know, that's so not maybe but... I
6: missed in your explanation. Okay. But is uh so you think the Edomites are Jews? Edomites, or were Jews?
3: You, well, no, no, you got you got to understand is that here you are, you know, do you know that they're in Jews here. There is a big difference between the Ashkenazi you know, there's the Ashkenazi Jews. Yeah, the Sephardic, right. Okay. All right. The Sephardic are the Edomite Jews. Huh. The Ashkenazi Jews are actually descended from, I think, number four or five of the line of Canaan. Uh, Essentially, they were called the Hittite. you know, uh, the Khazar Jews. You know, then you ask, where did the Khazars come from? Well, they were descended from the Hittite Jews.
4: Okay, especially so that's... The
3: Hittites, but, you know, the Hittites were also Canaanites as well. So you had, you know, you had you had Canaanites who, uh, a lot of them did not go underneath the flood. You know, but some did. And in many cases, uh Naama, who was the mother of Canaan and the wife one of the wives of Ham. You know, there's there's also there's also some belief that old uh you know, three animals had three critters had sex aboard the ark, where they weren't supposed to have sex. You know, the dog had sex aboard the ark with another female dog, the raven had sex with another female raven, and the third critter that had sex was Ham. You know, and for my Gary, he found a he found a Dravidian negress, you know, uh, who seeped up through the Hindu mountains here, and she gave birth to Cush. And uh, the story about Nimrod was that Ham stole the garments of power, which were of all the beasts of the field, you know, which were in the garments that uh, Yahweh gave Adam and Eve. And when you wore those garments here, why? That's how Nimrod became a mighty hunter. He had control. All the beasts of the field would roll over and let Nimrod shoot them, so he came out and obeyed Nimrod. Well, some of these beasts of the field were two-legged beasts of the field. So that's why why Nimrod was able to uh, have a uh, mighty empire. So you, you go ahead and you learn quite a bit of stuff. But in Christian Identity, you have... You have critters like James Wickstrom, who was, you know, who was the Zogbot, who brought in a Melanchin named Dan Johns. I don't know if you've heard of him. Have you? No. Okay. And then what happens is Dan Johns brought in this Chicago Jew named Eli James. Have you heard of him?
0: Yeah, I have.
3: Okay. Well, he's a he's a Chicago Jew who changes his name more. You know, like a lot of Jews, more often he changes his socks here. And, uh, and then what happens is that uh, in 2005, uh, here comes in Brian Rio, and then here comes in Bill Fink after he gets out of prison for murdering a Puerto Rican sneak thief. Have you heard of Bill Fink?
6: Yeah, Christoginia. Okay,
3: Virginia. What happens is Bill Fink is very much a dogbot. He will take pretty well everything. Uh, if you listen to his November 1st, 2000. You know, I had a big fight with Eli James when I found out Brian Real's real name and all this sort of thing. Essentially what happens is that Think, you know, Think in, in many cases here, he's not as smart as Eli James. But what happens is that Bill Fink believes in, have you heard of preterism? No. Okay, you know what preterism is?
6: No, I don't.
3: Okay, preterism is something, and Think's trying to go ahead and yap about that. You have another... You have another what? Oh, he's some sort of Sicilian. I think he's a Sephardic Jew named, uh, you know, named uh, Clifton Ammacher. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. Okay, Ammacher. Ammacher came in as a Comparé scholar, Bertrand Comparé. Pretty well, the the greatest scholar of Christian Day was a uh, San Diego attorney named Bertrand Compore who worked with Wesley Swift. Have you heard of Wesley Swift?
6: Nope.
3: Okay. Wesley Swift was probably the greatest preacher and orator of Christian Detti, who worked with Gerald L. K. Smith. Have you heard of Gerald L. K. Smith?
0: Uh, no, sorry.
3: Have you heard of Huey Long?
6: I have heard of Huey Long.
3: Okay. Gerald L. K. Smith, you know, started out as a Baptist uh, worked with Huey Long until Huey Long got murdered by this Jew, you know, and uh, buried. And then he he went on from Louisiana up to El Dorado you know, Springs, and he was quite an orator, along with Father Coughlin and a number of others. And pretty well, he you know he helped develop it, but then he worked with a Klansman Methodist called Wesley Swift. And Wesley Swift died in 1970, and then Bertrand Camperet started pre- stopped preaching. And pretty well, Bertrand Compere is probably the greatest scholar of, well, essentially, it used to be called Israel identity, now it's been called Chris identity, since about three years after Compere died. And so you have, you, know, you have, I, I pretty well am one of the very few left who, speak essentially will see mine Chris I day but prayerism pretorism is you've heard of the Roman Catholic Church and how essentially you had the Reformation starting you know actually it was before that with the Czech called John Jan Hus. Have you heard of Jan Hus and the Hussites?
6: Uh, no.
3: Okay. You had the Czechs, they had their own they have their own Reformation figure called Jan Huff. Uh, they were called the Hussites. And then later on, Martin Luther, 1517, and the 95 Theses. And so you had 1492, uh, you know, not only did Columbus sail the ocean blue, but King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella, uh, Aragon, and Castile married. And the, the, two, the two Visigothic kingdoms finished off the Reconquista, which was started around 780, uh, you know, around Portugal by this uh, Visigothic monk. And essentially, you know, the Reconquista was literally the reconquest. It took 700 years, took 700 years. But in 1492, they drove out the very last Moor, Moorish kingdom, out of Granada. And then, what, a month later, they decided to drive out the Jews, and they said, guess what? You know, you either convert or you leave, and a lot of them left. They left Spain. Some of them went to the Netherlands, and they caused trouble. You know, stirring up the Netherlands against you know against the Spanish, and the Netherlands eventually won, or won their independence. But what they also did is that they were they they convert or they claim to convert, but they still remain Jews, and they'll call. Morano Jews, which meant which was Spanish for swine, and what happened? They get into the Roman Catholic Church, and Torquemada, who a lot of people thought was a was a Jew himself, set up the Inquisition to root these Jews out. And that that rooting did not, you know, that rooting out did not be altogether successful because a Spanish, you know, converso. Marino Jew called Ignaz Loyola set up what was called the Order of the Order of the uh, Order of the Society of Jesus, aka the Jesuits. You were the Jesuits, correct? Yeah. Alright. So pretty well pretty well they came up as part of the Counter Reformation. I mean essentially you had something called the Thirty Years' War, which lasted thirty years, which started in sixteen nineteen, you know, with the Czechs throwing out these Catholics out of, you know, it's called the defenestration of frog. They essentially threw them out of a two-story window into a ship pile, you know, next to this, you know, next to this building. And essentially that started the Thirty Years' War in the last 30 years until the Treaty of Westphalia to where, you know, half to two-thirds of Germany was pretty well killed, what was fighting between the Austrians and the Spanish and the French and the Swedes and the Danes, and pretty well about everybody. It was a religious war which got totally out of control and it was essentially settled in 1649. But in 1615 to 1619, here come these Jesuits and they're trying to get back just before the 30 Years War starts. They're trying to get they're trying to get the Protestants back, you know to essentially paying money to Rome and all that. And they come up with the notion is that the Roman Catholic Church had somehow put Satan into the pit. Even though he couldn't deal with the Visigoths or the Ostrogoths or the Vandals or the Huns, they somehow put Satan into the pit. And when he got out, when he got out, why, guess what? Guess what? You know, according to the papist preterists, which are Fink and Eli James, essentially what happens is that there is no, you know, a, a preterist inevitably it becomes a no-devil and a Jew that's in Christian identity is a no devil because he doesn't want to admit that his father, I mean, essentially he's a spawn of Satan here and born evil. So what happens to think may claim to be dual seed mind, he's actually a papist preterist, no devil Jew. Okay? So gotcha. preterism is a belief preterism is a belief that essentially prophecy has been fulfilled and essentially you already had the thousand you already you already had the thousand year uh, reign of Christ here. Well, guess what? The Feast of Trumpets, which represents the tribulation, occurs before the Day of Atonement, much less the Feast of Tabernacles. So, I mean, essentially, you have these Jews and Mongols coming into Christianity, claiming to be Christianity, claiming to be dual seed line and they're not. You know what I mean?
6: Yeah, I got so, you. So, I have a question, another question. Sure. Uh, so, what do you think about circumcision uh, as a practice?
1: Well, uh,
3: I don't see the need for it, and the reason I don't see the need for it is that you know I, I'm not a big I'm not a big Paulite, you know Paul, you know Paulite, because what happens is Paul allows essentially because you know Paul was you know you, you understand that Paul was a Pharisee, right?
4: He was uh, super. Yeah, he was
3: super. Paper. He was super legal. He was essentially the hatchet man for the Pharisees. The Pharisees, what you know, the Pharisees actually established Talmudic Judaism, because they were fighting against the Sadducees, and the Sadducees were associated with the temple. Once the temple was destroyed, you know, and the Romans had pretty well captured and sent everybody out, and they destroyed the temple, there was no more temple left. So then you had these Pharisees who were a lot of them were Edomites, some were Babylonians. And essentially they really had no place, you know, because they weren't of the Levitical they weren't of the Levitical line. And since they were not of the Levitical line, they were not really supposed to be religious teachers. But you'd have these Pharisees come in and you'll you'll end up hearing some of the every time I hear someone claim is that dual seed lines descended from the Talmud I know I'm talking to a Jew because the Talmud the Talmud wasn't written down, you know, it was the oral traditions of men set by these Pharisees who were not supposed to be religious teachers here, but who, who usurped that through essentially what they claimed.
6: So what their rabbis he, claimed. Which was what was
3: the law. Well you you, 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 you you read in the Bible about the fight between the Sadducees and the Pharisees, correct? Okay. Now the top line of the priesthood had been essentially killed off by Herod, who was an Edomite Jew. Sometime in one sixty six or something like that, the uh the Maccabees conquered the Edomites and then, you know, made them convert or, you know, run off or whatever and these Edomites, well they were like the they were like the Sephardi Jews. Some of them they converted and then they started taking over. And Herod was actually an Edomite. Judas Iscariot was actually an Edomite. So you have, once you let these creatures in, their bloodline always predominates here. And these Pharisees, these Pharisees ended up, after the uh, after the temple was gone, they said is that the blatherings of essentially these rabbis meant something here. So your Talmud consists of the pre-Mishnah, which was the tradition of men, the oral traditions of men, because they didn't dare put them down because they had the law of Moses. And so, you know, in Jesus Christ's time, it was the, it was the oral traditions of men by the Pharisees who were all mad at Christ here because, you know, Christ knew they were the you know spawn of Satan. He went ahead and told them as much in John eight forty four. He said, you're the father of the devil. It was the very first murder, so he's talking about Cain. And so he's really getting down on he's really getting down on you know, he's really getting down on these Pharisees. Well Paul, he was a Benjamite who was trained in the law, in this oral traditions of men, because it wasn't written down until you know after the temple was destroyed. Because if it had been written down that would have been blasphemy because that would have been, you know, against the law of Moses.
6: So, yes, I question, I so do you think that uh, it was true? You would call yourself a true Israelite, right?
3: Yes.
6: Okay. Do you think it was true Israelites that practiced circumcision? Or do you think true? I mean, you would say the true Israelites practiced circumcision. Okay.
3: Right? okay. Well, let's say, okay. So then the question comes in, you know, once, you know, once, uh, you know, the, you know, many of the Greeks here, they were Israelites as well here. You know, this was not just, you know, the uh, you know the Assyrians here. you got to understand is that Palestine is not very big. And so you would have, you know, and you'd go ahead and read in, uh, you know, in the uh, books of Moses, is that you could marry. You could marry, you know, as long as they were Adamic, as long as they were Adamic uh, of the Adamic line here. I mean, you could marry a Japhethite. You could marry a Hamite. In fact, you know, in Moses' time, an Edomite could get back into the congregation of Israel, provided it was an Edomite who was descended from Esau-Edom and Esau-Edom's third wife, who was an Ishmaelite woman. Now, the two, the first two wives were Hittite and Hivite women. You could, you know, a, a, essentially thus Canaanites because... You know, they were Canaanites because Esau married these two Hivite, Hittite Canaanite women. They married a third wife who was, uh, who was his first cousin and the daughter, the daughter of Ishmael. So essentially there would be some white Edomites that the Israelites could marry, what, 500 years later during the time of Moses, when he went ahead and wrote this up here. You know, an Egyptian could marry, you know, and after three generations be an Israelite. Uh, these these uh, these Gideonites that you read about in the book of Joshua, they were Amorites.
6: Okay, so I'm just asking, uh, does that mean you do think that Israelites practiced circumcision?
3: Well, they did, but then you know when they when they are they are they're coming in with these wild with these you know essentially these wild grafts of the wild olives who are the Greeks and the Romans. And some of these are grown up men. It's gonna really hurt to go ahead and cut off the old half inch off the becker. So what happens is that you essentially Jesus Christ's own brother, James the Just, and essentially the early churchhood decided, along with Paul, who essentially even though he was a Pharisee, even though he was a total legalist, I think Paul went the other way, you know, from away from the law. And into grace are you saved here. I think you went too far the other way, and Paul many times said that. Paul was accused of being antinomian. You know what I mean? But anyway, it was decided. The circumcision was no longer necessary because if you were a Christian, you had a circumcision of the heart. All
6: right. So, um, and you think that – Oh, I think I think, this,
3: I think this I think circumcision is no longer necessary. All right.
6: Okay. Um, and and in terms of the Sermon on the Mount, I mean, you do follow or you believe in the Gospels, right?
3: I believe in the Gospels, but I also believe that everything there's a season and time for everything. There is. A son.
6: Okay. So in terms of like turning the other cheek uh, with enemies, is that how you think enemies should be dealt with, or what do you think that applies to? Just. Well, I life? mean,
3: why would why would it apply? Why would it apply to the enemies of God? Why should you turn your cheek to the enemies of God?
6: I don't don't know. Or the Jews. And the
3: answer is, I would say, you shouldn't. Okay.
6: So you would say that applies to Israelites treating each other a certain way?
2: There are certain Israelites
3: who, in many cases here, who have essentially done evil, who have chosen evil, and if you look at, if you look at, I don't know if you listen to Baal Fink here, he says all Israel shall be saved. I don't know what the heck he's talking about because essentially he's a nigger-nosed Jew here, and his big buddy, Brian Rio, is a mongrel who essentially has, what, four lawsuits against me in the in the course of a year. You know, I got just a recently one from the mentor municipal court here. You know they're the spawn of Satan here. Right? You know, thanks spawn of Satan. This, you know, so essentially, why you have no obligation to turn the other cheek to essentially your racial enemies, these creatures who do not belong. And essentially, these creatures who do not belong are Jews and Mongols here, and so-called Christian identity is just filled with them. So no, uh, as far as Israelites are concerned, why it says that uh, you know between the sheep and the goats you go ahead and read Matthew chapter 25 and you read Revelation chapter 20, you find out that, you know, this is not this is not judging the beasts of the field who have no souls to... And therefore, since they have no souls, they have no law and they have no covenant. You're talking about Israelites who have essentially chosen evil and they indeed shall be judged. And if, since they have chosen evil... And they are out to destroy you and destroy your family and destroy Yahweh's servant nation here. They are enemies to be destroyed here. If you listen to to my shows over the years here, uh, many times I sing about a Uyghur problem. And just like the first Civil War, this Civil War which is coming up, It doesn't really matter what the niggers do. It doesn't matter what the beaters do. It doesn't even matter what the Jews do. It's going to be a war of Whigger versus Whigger, until until the time comes to treat Whiggers with extreme prejudice and their children. You know, this is one of the things I went ahead and broke up here is that, do you remember in the book of uh, Judges, you know, the last chapters, which actually belong timelines of the first year to where, Moses' his own grandson was being a bail priest for, for some idols, and then you see read about the civil war against Benjamin. And essentially, these Benjamites, because they disobeyed Yahweh's law, were treated as if they were Canaanites. Every single one of them was put to the sword. Every single one that breathed, be they two-year-old, you know, baby Benjamite girls, or whatever, if... An Israelite if an Israelite or an Israelite uh, people violated Yahweh's law, they would be treated just like Canaanites. So yeah, there is uh, there is some harsh there is some harsh work for those
6: gotcha. who cannot okay. will not obey. All right. All right. Well thank you very much for giving me a, a summary of your beliefs. I appreciate it. I'm gonna just listen the rest of the show.
3: Okay, I'm looking for I'm looking for the uh I'm looking for this compare PDF here. There was a critter called uh one eighteen. Oh, his real yeah. name was Go ahead. His, his real name was Robert Hancock, according to Jeremy Visser. And uh genderbender used to have called the quote BeChristianIdentityForum.net. Christian identity forum net. Uh and this been down for about oh a month and a half. I think it was because old Obagender Bender would steal would pretty well steal you know, pretty well just have a whole bunch of bootleg PDF files here. Even though the critter lives in uh even though the critter lives in uh, Melbourne, Australia, uh its web page its web was HostMonster uh out of Provo, Utah, which is on my Jews. And uh, pretty well, the gender Bender's webpage. Came yeah out. well, I was I'm just still...
6: wondering, so is that what you're uh, talking about when I'm asking about sources? So I was wondering, what are the best sources to give evidence, um, or if there are really any? Yeah in many, to case, give in many cases for historical you know art maybe archaeological okay. evidence for Christian All
3: right, as far as Christian days, as far as Christian days is concerned here, uh, I believe the exodus occurred. Uh, during the very end of the Hyksos, during the very end of the Hyksos invasion. And you don't hear very many sources because uh, at the tail end of the 17th dynasty, uh, the 17th dynasty was the uh, Theban dynasty, and you had two dynasties, one in, uh, you know, especially in the delta where the Israelites lived in the eastern portion of the delta under the Hyksos, Uh, and this was at the tail end of the Middle Kingdom. And so, uh, essentially, you don't hear too much because the Theban, the Theban, you know, kings who revolted against the Hyksos and then drove them out. Uh, the very last king of uh, the 17th dynasty was called Amos, and what he did is he founded the 18th dynasty, which lasted about 250 years. And you've heard of King Tut, right? Yeah. King Tut was actually the last of the 18th dynasty because his worthless, his worthless old geezer here went ahead and took over. And then, you know, then the very end of the 18th dynasty was supposedly Horemheb, who adopted one of his generals, who was known as Ramses I. And then you had Seti I, and then the son of Seti I was Ramses II of the 19th dynasty. And pretty well, he reigned a good deal. He reigned what, 75, 80 years, and then Egypt started saw, you know, pretty well fell fell apart. Here, but the most glorious dynasty was called the New Kingdom. But essentially, you know, I, I believe that the Exodus occurred somewhere between. Six, I think it occurred somewhere around 1650 B.C. Uh, most people believe that. It occurred, yeah you know, I don't know you've seen charlton Heston and the the Ten Commandments and all that yeah a lot of these a lot of these retards believe that occurred as late as what twelve you know twelve fifty or so uh, a lot of people believe it occurred fourteen fifty one because it says the exodus occurred four hundred and eighty years before Solomon's temple. Well, I don't believe that occurred at all because in 1451, uh, the the pharaoh of Egypt was was the Napoleon of ancient Egypt, but most of the Third. I believe it occurred a hundred years previously, you know, during the time of the Hyksos, uh, you know, at the very end of the Hyksos uh, dynasty. And Josephus sort of believes much the same as well here, so. As far, you know, as far as historical sources here, uh, the very first time that the Israelites are mentioned that we know of was in 1209 BC when Ramses second's you know, great King Ramses second grandson, Meremta. You know, Ramses outlived a lot of his children. And I think it was his grandson called Meremta who went ahead and wrote, Israel is destroyed. So that, that, that's where that's where a lot of these people and, and you gotta understand is that hey you can't believe what the newspaper tells you about what happened last week. Can you really believe? Can you really believe what some pharaoh or some king, uh, Ramses, he had a different he had a different uh, take on the ballot condition in 1279 than the Hittites did. You know, but the end result is is that it was pretty well a draw. And uh, both Ramses and the Hittite Empire made peace. But you got to understand is that within within about 30 years of Ramses' death, you had what was called the Bronze Age Collapse. I don't know if you heard of that or not here. It's also known as the Greek Dark Ages. Uh, no. Okay. Supposedly Troy... Troy, was, the Trojan War was in 1250, but you had what was called the Late Bronze Age collapse, and you know after 12, you know after 1200, you know mostly they say 1180 or 1179, where the Hittite Empire fell apart, where the Mycenaean Empire fell apart, where the Egyptian Empire didn't fall apart, but it was you know under siege. It was under siege here, and uh, oh, you you had a you had a number of things across all the, all the world here, and you know the next time you actually hear of any literature, you have Homer who lived around 800 BC and Hesiod who lived around 750 BC, and essentially you had about 400 years you had about 400 years of essentially. You know the Greek Dark Ages, or the what was called the the third intermediate uh, period in Egypt. So you got to understand is that as far as thinking you're going to find something, you know, find something, and the history is going to tell you something here. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't really matter here. You got to understand is that writing, you know, history, history, you know, both in Egypt in Sumeria.
0: You know, in
3: a number of places like the Indus Valley here, it all started around 3000 BC. So essentially, you only got about 5,000 years of history. Everything else, everything else here is prehistory. So, uh, so what is you know, so what is the you know, you can go ahead and see in archaeology a number of things, but in most cases, it's not going to tell you anything. Uh, and you can't really rely, can't really rely on the uh, you know, you know people telling the truth back then. People lied back then, you know, just like they do now. Okay. And
6: and you like most Christian identity, you believe that the or you would accept uh, the evolutionary history of of the Earth and, and the universe. Well,
3: Bertrand Compere, Bertrand, Bertrand he never had a problem with four billion, you know, four billion years. I mean, there are some, there's some. I call them Chris Hill, not Christian Day, but there are some retards who actually believe believe that uh, the reason there ain't dinosaurs is because Noah only took a few alligators or something on board the ark. So what happens is that, you know, the dinosaurs died out and they all drowned in the big, you know, in the great flood. You know what I mean? You know, there there are people who actually believe, you know, new earth, you know, new earth people. I don't have a problem with the Earth being, you got to understand is that, you know, for dating here, for dating, like Cro-Magnon man, you know, the earliest skeleton is about, what, 43,000 or 44,000, you know, the the, the earliest known Cro-Magnon skeleton is 43 or 44,000, you know, BC. So essentially, you're talking about 45,000 Years or Cro-Magnon men. you know. Now Neanderthals, they stretch, they stretch about another hundred thousand or so, and then you end up having all these here little monkey man who ran around, you know, as late as what, two or four million years ago. Okay, no problem with that. You understand is that the subjugant, you know, which is probably. You know, Pto- you know, Ptolemy Second. who was the son of Ptolemy I, who was one of Alexander's generals who took over for Egypt, and, you know, his great, great, great granddaughter was Cleopatra and all this here. But so Ptolemy II was called Philadelphia, and he went ahead and set up the Library of Alexandria. And one of the things he did is he got together the Hebrew scholars who wrote in Paleo-Hebrew, and essentially this book called the Septuagint, named after the 70 scholars who all pretty much agreed. Uh they pretty well the Septuagint dating has essentially has creation occurring about fifty four or fifty five hundred BC. Uh-huh. Now the Masoretic text here, which was simply made up by Jews just like Talmud was, uh,
6: says
3: four thousand you know, four thousand B C.
6: And who Most do you think made of, up the Dead Sea scrolls?
3: That was that was that was uh that was Pretty well, their version of the Septuagint.
6: But you think that was made up by Jews?
3: It was made up by these people called the scenes who did not like, who did not like. Uh, this was around the time of Christ's birth. Here, these Dead SC Sea Scrolls essentially were a variation upon the Septuagint. The Septuagint came around around
2: 250 BC. Okay, so, you know, so in, in any case here,
3: uh, this, this, you know, this Septuagint is actually a quarter century before Christ. And since the Septuagint dating dates creation of Adam, Adamic man, at around what? 54 or 5500 B.C. So since you don't have Adamic man, you just have Cro-Magnon man. You know, you don't have, you know, so they don't have any problem with, solutri- you know, solutriums. They don't have any problem with, you know, essentially white cavemen or the caves of you know, these caves in France, the sense that they were not a Adamic man, And even Bertrand Comparais didn't say that Adam was the first white man. He said he was the first white man of a new sub race here. Okay? So as a result, so as a result here, you know, pretty well what happened pretty well what happened before fifty four, fifty five hundred BC isn't really a isn't really a Christian identity uh you know problem or matter. You what I'm saying?
6: Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right, great. Well thank you for giving me a summary of your beliefs and uh I'll just uh, listen. Well,
3: you you go ahead, you listen think here uh, I don't know if you know about this about Fink, but Think was you know, Fink's a Jew name and a Nimbuster Tard uh looked him up on ancestry dot com and on his mother on his mother's side he he's related to Mark Batak, you know, Leigh Bertel I think, and on his daddy's side he's related to Matt Lauer. So essentially and there's a reason think has you know, Fink's kids look like Jews. You know what I mean? Fink's a Jew.
6: Right. I mean, dang, so you, he, dang it, you didn't tell me though. What uh, what's the best source to support, like archeology Is there any source that supports or archaeologically or actually of you, 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 you Christian identity?
3: Okay, you have to, you have to understand is that archaeology, you know, unless you have somebody like Otzi who got discovered and they figured out is that genetically he's closest to being a Sardinian, you know, from the island of Sardinia, you know what I mean? You know, they, they, they have they have some DNA, and they pretty well chase it. Old was essentially part of a culture which used to be far more widespread, now is only common in Sardinia. As far as archaeology is concerned, like I pointed out, uh, you know, like I pointed out is that you can't rely, if you can't rely on a newspaper to tell you the truth about what happened two days ago here, why do you think that you're going to have some king or Pharaoh tell the truth about what happened, you know, well, three thousand years ago. And the answer is you can't. Uh the 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 understanding the understanding if you want to look at about thousand year segments is that Abraham lived around two thousand BC. Well no no A but 18... you wouldn't it
6: wouldn't be what someone would say. What it would be is okay, so if you have uh Jews migrating through the Caucasus Mountains right but
3: they're not you, they're not jews
6: okay right jews, sorry not jews, if, jews you have, if you have white people if you have white true israelites migrating mm-hmm. through the caucasus mountains and becoming europeans then there should be an archaeological trail showing the connection of the cultures and passing you know as they went through uh, that path now i do understand that archaeology can be heavily politicized and you know you don't know who you can believe okay. or trust but uh are there any sources out there, any people out there that are saying, well the, this the, is the archaeology that supports Christian identity?
3: What happens if you if you went ahead and looked here, they say they say is that white people today here are not you know, they're 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 homi, they're Homo sapiens sapiens and Cro Magnum men was homo, homo sapiens. And in many cases they'll say is that we are actually smart smaller our brains are, you know, somewhat smaller than, you know, say, Cro-Magnon men. Uh, but there's some, there's some, uh, there's some people who say I remember reading a couple of years ago, is that around 54, or 5500 BC, there was some sort of genetic change here, and I would say that was a result of the, of the, Adamites, you know, essentially being. Well, essentially created here. So you could say the you know, under Christian identity the actually the white these white Cro magnon people were actually also beasts of the field. But you go ahead and read the book is that it was permissible for Damic men, you know, for Damic men and women to marry into these, you know, just like with the Egyptians. You know, they weren't a damic they weren't a damic people. Uh so you know, they 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 there become so essentially when you end up having when you end up having this intermarriage you know intermarriage between Adamic people and essentially these crow magnons who look very much like them here and then after three generations why you know I mean Adamic you know here's an Israelite he who's marrying you know back into the Adamic line. And they're you know then they're Israelites, but you know the curse of the Israelites is that you know that's what Yahweh said is that you would lose your identity, so since they have lost their identity, how are you going to go ahead and tell the difference between, say an Israelite who has lost his identity and now thinks he's a Swede or a Frenchman or a Spaniard or an Englishman or whatever and some who are descended from Neolithic people and the answer is you're not here. You you go ahead and you look, you know, you'll have you'll have people, you know, you know, mistreat you know, go ahead and talk about Aryan people and Semitic people and you you had you had these terms used and most of the people don't understand, you know, Aryan just simply met you know, the noblemen it was essentially these uh these people who lived in what's today called Iran. And around what? You know, four thousand thirty five hundred years ago, some of these Iranians they loaded up their wagons, you know, much like Conestoga wagons used by the Visigoths, they loaded and they headed they headed east and then they went to the Khyber Pass around Kabul And they beat the crap out of these Dravidian niggers, and then they set up what was called the caste system, which meant varna, which meant color. And so, you know, by, what, a thousand-some years later, you know, a lot of them have already married into these Dravidian niggers. And you have someone like uh, Buddha who says, what is the purpose of this caste system? Well, essentially, so many of us look like, well, you know, know, this caste system... uh, has a really it's sort of delayed, you know, this intermarriage this racial intermixture here. So in many cases with uh, you know, with the Adamites and the the Israelites, well guess what? They they were forbidden from marrying Canaanites. Canaanites were the spawn of Satan. They were forbidden from marrying these Canaanites. But they were not forbidden from marrying Egyptians. They were not married they were not forbidden from marrying other white people, just not these Canaanite Jews. You understand what I'm saying? All so right. As a result, how how are you going to tell, how are you going to tell archaeology, you know, or racially the difference from people who are you know, intermarrying with each other here, who are pretty well you know, you, you can go ahead and tell some of it you can go ahead and tell well, about the you know DNA, sort of like this Otzi here, who you know, they go ahead and look, and they find out is that guess what? His, you know, his closest relatives live on a small island in the Mediterranean called Sardinia. Yeah. I mean, essentially, when Otzi was running around, what 5,000 BC or something like that, or well, guess what? You know, or 3,000 BC or whatever. You know, these people were far more. were all over Europe. You know, just like, just sort of like the term Celt here. It was just simply a name used by the Greeks. You know, they, they pretty well called everyone who didn't speak Greek, they called them barbarians because they said that their talk sounded like the bar, bar, barking of dogs. You know what I mean? That's where the term barbarian comes from. You know, they spoke like, you know, the barking of dogs. And so you had, the, they called a lot of them Keltoi. Essentially, Keltoi not only means like, you know, like, you know, there's Brythonic Celts and there's Gaelic Celts here from Ireland, from Scotland, and then there's the uh, there's the uh, brithonic ones who, you know, essentially lived in Gaul or in Northwest Gaul here who ran away from you know from uh, Julius Caesar when he conquered in uh, what oh, you know you know 60 B.C. So you you have these people called Celts so that used to mean just simply an iron age culture. So 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 you, you end up having even within archaeology, within all these so called science, you end up having these terms expanded and contracted to where they don't really know what it means. You, you hear someone saying? No so so then the answer so then the answer here is, is that you you go ahead and you have, you know, you have biblical apologists who try to say, Well, guess what, there weren't actually there weren't actually what, two or three million Israelites who were running around because we can't see all this Israelite shit, you know, left over in the Sinai Desert. How do they see it? Well, it's on um, my mass. And then the question of it is is what do you believe? Do you actually believe what the Bible says or don't you? Or how are you going to how are you going to you know, how are you going to, oh, go within your own mind, square what you think to, to be true with what the Bible says? And then, if you're going to do that, then is it not a matter of you picking and choosing what you want to believe? In which case, are you really believing the Bible or are you just believing what you want to believe here? Yeah. You, you understand what I'm sort of getting at? Yeah, I guess. You. Uh, you know, you know there there are other, there are other books like what you know like Second Ezra. Here we go ahead and talk about the migration. Uh, you know when the Assyrians took away much of the Israelite captives, they left some of them behind, and they became you know they they moved them to the cities of the Medes in north in north Assyria, and they brought these people called Carians, you know across there, and then. You know, within a hundred twenty years, within a hundred years, within a hundred ten years, Nineveh, Nineveh, was destroyed in six twelve, in six twelve uh, B.C. hundred and a hundred and five years after, you know, after that they, you know, after they were conquered here, essentially the Syrian Empire was torn apart in the civil war, and by the uh, what the. Uh, you know the uh, Babylonians take it over, and then the Babylonians were taken over by the uh, by the Persians. So you, you have all these you have all these you have all these migrations, and pretty well the belief is that you, you got to understand like the Visigoths they they went all the way up to where the islands in the Baltic, and then and then they came and they came back. And then they were, you know, they were running around on the uh, banks of the Danube and then Romania. And then, you know, in the case of the Ostrogoths, they ended up conquering Rome. But first you had the Visigoths, and the Visigoths went all the way to Spain. And, what, around 1600, you had these Visigoths who were talking to these, you know, to these Swedes. And they were exchanging japes about the ones who, the the ones Who migrated all over the place and the ones who stayed home. You know what I mean? They they recognize each other as kinsmen from what? Oh, 1,200 years apart. Who did? Or 1,600 years apart. Uh, You had the Visigoths, you know, became, you know, essentially, I talked about the Reconquista. You know, it took 700 years from about 780 to 1492. Okay. Okay. So essentially, these were the Visigoths. The Visigoths had had gone all the way, all the way up, you know, from you know, from Afghanistan, from a number of places here, all the way up to where to uh, what? An island, you know, in the Baltic in the Baltic Sea, and then they they supposedly went back around what about oh. Uh, about 100 A.D., you know, uh, in the three in the three boats, according to Jordanes, to where, you know, one of them was the Visigoths, one of them were the Ostrogoths, and one of them was called the Gepids. And then they fought with the Romans, and, you know, later on, they, you know, they sacked Rome for the first time in, you know, 800 years in four, A.B. 410. Then they moved on, you know, the Visigoths were called the West Goths or the, or the Forest Goths, and the Ostrogoths were called the Eastern Goths or the Plains Goths, and the Gephens, well, they were the Gephens. And pretty much, you know, pretty much they had different kingdoms. They had different they had different kingdoms, and they split apart. Yeah. And around in, what, 1600, here are these Visigoths. They have reconquered, they have reconquered Spain. They've driven out the Moors. They've driven out some of the Jews, although some of the Jews are have become Jesuits and all that. And in 1600, Supposedly, here are these Swedes, there are these Swedes here, and there are these Visigoths, you know, you know, from Spain and from uh, Sweden. And essentially, the ones, you know, the ones from uh, Sweden are saying, well, we stayed behind at home, and we remained pure. And the ones from Spain are saying, well, at least our ancestors had a lot more gumption to where they migrated back. You know what I mean? The you got to understand is that you have an ebb and flow of people, including, you know, including Israelites, including Europeans.
6: Right. Okay, great. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm going to uh, say good night and uh, appreciate your, your explanation and uh, giving me that. Okay,
3: well, you know, keep you it know, essentially, you know, in the case of think. Thanks just to the murderous Jew Pig here who uh, essentially is set up and what he does he read, he goes ahead and he finds some old books that nobody reads and then he goes ahead and talks like he knows what he's talking about. And he he really doesn't here. And pretty much pretty much in two thousand nine I made the mistake of essentially believing he was a real thing. But he had this he had these other Mongols, one of them called Brian Rear. he's a he's a nigger lip Mongol that's really give me a hard time now here. And uh, as late as early December, uh, Brian Reel was writing up... Uh, he sued me in uh, Lake County. He sued me in Lake County, and essentially I went ahead and added Fink to the mixture, just like I did with the federal lawsuit. And here's Brian Real writing a brief, you know, uh, essentially claiming that, you know, Fink lives in Panama City along with his uh, Craigslist kink, with the essentially... Uh the Lake County, Ohio court doesn't have uh jurisdiction over Fink because he lives nine hundred miles away. And then I go ahead and say, Well look, uh you know, look, uh well, so I live nine hundred miles away. Why you know, why would this court have jurisdiction over me? And we went in front of this here uh you know, magistrate judge and essentially old Brian Ridley got caught out uh got cut out practicing unauthorized practices of law for Fink and Melissa Emerson here. And essentially Fink knew that, you know, Brian Real's a mongrel. And essentially Thinks just simply a murder Pig who you know, I don't know. He he got he's getting a good deal of help here because essentially he murdered a Puerto Rican sneak thief back in nineteen eighty nine and he got well eventually the uh, New Jersey niggers and Puerto Ricans uh Essentially got Think, well, Think went ahead and thinked out uh, one of his uh, buddies. His buddy got 15 years because Think, you know, Think means, you know, means stool pigeon or, well, Think means think, F-I-N-K. But essentially Think went ahead and snitched out his uh, buddy who he got to murder this Puerto Rican. Think still got 12 and a half years in prison from 1996 until, what, 2008, something like that. And... uh you know, Fink's just simply a Jew pig who, uh, you know, he's pretending to be Christian identity. You know, and it, it's turned out he's not. He doesn't really believe in dual seed line. He's essentially a Papist preterist, no devil Jew boy, because essentially Fink doesn't want to admit that you know he's the spawn of Satan and born evil, even though he is. So I'll let you go, okay? Or I think the guy already ran off here. All righty. Well, he does have an awesome boat. <laughs> so in any case I think I, you know, I, think I ran the racist is hung up here alright well hopefully I've given him you know I've given him something to think about uh, in many cases I don't proselytize Christian identity I mean I mean if it's not for Jews or, you know like William Fink or mongrels like uh, Brian Rio and a bunch of theirs tarts here it, it make in many cases something like this is something that only Yahweh can bring you to believe you know so the question was asked about circumcision circumcision you know it was part it was part of uh, Jesus Christ's own brother James the just you know essentially they agreed they agreed that circumcision was no longer necessary. To bring in these wild branches of the olive tree from the Greeks and the Romans, and so circumcision as a Christian rite was no longer necessary. Now, if you already got your pecker cut on, there's no, I, I, I'm telling you, to go ahead and try to grow your new foreskin or anything stupid like that here. But no, circumcision is not necessary for a Christian. And anyway, we're going to go ahead and take another break, and we will be back. I see Todd Morris' wide talk here, so we will have another break. And, uh, you know, since I had someone, you know, new to uh, lecture here, I guess I had this show last
2: longer than I thought it would. Hail, victory. <laughs> two, or two inches of moisture. <laughs> oh, right.
3: Yes, two boy, <laughs> or so you say. This is
2: you know the craziest skank Melissa is gonna tell us any different.
1: sky with a- out.
2: Okay, we're back here. Uh, I will try to tell racists here. For example,
3: these Spaniards, these Visigoths, you know, I mean, I remember I was in the Army, I met a young man called Hidalgo, which meant essentially knight, the same way, you know, Hidalgo meant the same as uh, calling someone a knight, K-N-I-G-H-T. There's plenty of people called knight. Essentially, he was a smaller. He was he was only about five foot six or seven. He had red hair. He spoke Castilian Spanish to the meaners, but he wasn't a meaner. He was descended. He was descended from these Visigoths, these Germanic people, who what around the year 100 A.D took into the mine from, they'd already been, you know, migrating there, and they took into their head to migrate from the island of Goatland in three boats around 100 A.D. And then 1,500 years later, the ones who stayed behind have a little friendly jape with the ones who left. So you've had people going back and forth, just like Christ is, uh, you know, Jesus Christ is his uncle. which here, you know, was, uh, was uh, what, Joseph Arimathea here. And there's some belief that, you know, you know that Christ spent his teenage years after the age of 12 until the age of 29 or 30 you know, it is you know, at Glastonbury in the Ten Islands. The, the British the British Isles were known as the Ten Islands. And you had this character named uh what the hell? Oh the Command was fat. he yapped about being a proud pick. Well proud pick is the same as saying that you're a tubal Kenite. He had a big fight with this Jew Eli James here when Eli James came up with this book written in nineteen twenty six which said is that the Picts were descended from these Amorite, dwarven Amorites, who, you know, Cain Sargon had sent to the British Isles to make sure that the tin supply was there. You know, in many case, you could say that the late Bronze Age collapse of 1200 or 1180 was caused by a lack of tin because in order to make bronze you can use arsenic and makes an inferior bronze mixed with copper. You need to actually have tin in order to make good bronze. And if the bronze if the bronze pathways were there, you would end up having a collapse
2: much like you have whenever there's an oil shock in today's markets. Folks, you've had many times. You've had dark ages. Many times. You know the the big difference. The big difference between the old kingdom,
3: which was pretty well, you know, which you know had what seven, eight, nine, tenth, eleventh dynasties, and the twelfth dynasty, which uh, of the middle kingdom, around two thousand. You know, someone was asking me. You know, someone was asking, "Is that where did Joseph come from?" Well, Joseph, uh, this, you know, this uh, this irrigation project is called, uh, you know, at the Faroom at the Faroom Depression here, which became a gigantic lake here. You know, set under, you know, set underneath the grandson of Amenhotep I, who was a contemporary of Abraham. It was set up. It was set up by the grandson of a manor at the I. And to the, today here, the you know the offshoot of the Nile, which goes to what's left of that uh, project here, which lasted about oh, 1500 years, is called uh, the Bar El Ucef here, which means the River of Joseph. So, so in many cases here, you're not going to get anything perfect in archaeology. Because all archaeology does is it just tells you certain things here about, say, pottery fragments.
2: Most of which were just simply pictures, not even written upon. And if you can't
3: rely on what was said in a newspaper two days ago, being the truth, how can you rely upon what some king or pharaoh says being the truth? And the answer is you're not. You know, the reason that you know most of these, a lot of these, you just believe that the Exodus occurred during Ramses II, which is unbelievable, is because his son or grandson Ramtov said, you know, in what in a in a uh, column dated around 1209,
2: is that Israel's seed is no more. The Israelites had been in, essentially, in Canaan. 300 years
3: previously, I believe that they, you know, came out during the Hyksos, the tail end of the Hyksos invasion, and because these Egyptians didn't want to, you know, admit that they had reconquered Egypt because of a slave revolt between Asiatic invaders. To the Theban people here, there wasn't much difference between an Amorite, Hyksos, Canaanite. And an Israelite So anyway I'm going to go ahead and unmute Todd Morris And we will I guess we'll go ahead and end the show here (laughs) (laughs) Alright Well thank you White Trash Radio (laughs) Alrighty There's all. No, Marty does not think Arabs did 9/11. Air, you know, Marty thinks Arabs believe that they did 9/11. The Jews knew all about, it, so does it <clears throat> Uh Marty
1: Marty probably doesn't think we probably doesn't think we went to the
2: moon. It's possible we didn't. All right. Good for you. Know, uh, Marty face death 47 this is Johnny Tasha. <laughs> okay, Todd Morris. Hello. Hello.
3: Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you now.
1: Am I still alive? Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me. You're about as alive as you boy can get. How's that? Am I still alive? Are you kidding me? You are about to kill. You're about to kill me, Marty. What the hell you <laughs> that? do you get? What you fuck
3: with you? <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 with the cackle, burst your bubble. That's what you'll get for all your trouble. I shouldn't fuck with you again. Don't tell me what it's all about, cause I'm there and I know Tide Morris now
1: out of those tapes. <laughs> Wait a minute! Does he ever stop? Never. First of all, Marty, let's get it straight. Marty, it's, Marty, it's, yeah, Marty. That's you what I, I not you, Marty. Marty Wait, a Wait, a Wait a minute! You're, you're, you're getting, you're getting, you're get
3: you're getting, you're you're getting pushy for a Jew boy. You know that? Wait a minute! Wait
1: a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute. <laughs> I sit here politely and help by tug while you sung. Your your pretty little song over there, bless <laughs> like your little OCD heart. But now the nature boy has something to say. So Marty, I need for you to shut your trap. Can you do that? <laughs> Probably not. But go ahead anyway. <laughs> oh yes, this is not let's get it straight right here right now live tonight. This is not Todd Forrest. This is. The watch, this is watch, and in the flesh, and I'm here to tell you, party, party, list that, to shut your track, shut up, you're over here taking us on a collision course, through the,
3: see, you, you know, you know how easy it is to do that. It feels good, you know what I mean. <laughs> but, but what happens is I'm hoping for some more Jew fucktard aces, so I'm gonna go ahead and meet the Jew boy here, okay?
4: <laughs>
3: boy, Dylan Storm, Dylan Storm, roof is real. I'm, I'm sure he is here. All right, well, here, you know, let's just, let's just go ahead. Uh, the season Jew boy is
2: still raving. Jen is
1: trapped. Does he doesn't ever
4: shut up? Does he doesn't ever sh- No, He doesn't know how to shut
1: up. No, this is an of... Intru- <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is, Fondo. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs>
2: There mm-hmm. Oh boy!
1: Yeah. Oh, I am the limousine ride. Just fine. Just did it. Whoa. Will it did it? Don't carry on drinking. Stay right now all night long. And pastor. Martin Linstein has the audacity to put me on him. He deserves to be jumped right now. So I am sending out a word to you, Marty, Tony Lyndeck. Do you hear my voice? You have crossed the fucking line now, pal. Woo! You have picked the wrong enemy. And now I'm gonna catch you. Woo! I'm gonna drag you and your bedroom wife out to the front lawn. I'm gonna put all the other out of his misery. You want me? You want me? It ain't 15 foot high.
3: (laughs) Poor little critter. Sounds like he's having a meltdown. Wow, looks like looks like guest four, guest number forty-seven, and guest number six here. while wow, they're having their fun too here. I mean, shoot, might might as well end the show with some you know really bad fucktardation. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you what do you th- What do you think of Jew board fucktardation from from Todd Morris?
5: Yeah, I was calling cool in to try to him, but we didn't make it in time. Busy taking a
3: shit, so. Uh, okay, all right, well, I, I think I'm going to leave you unmuted here, because, I I mean, we, we need to have Goy Fuck to bounce out Q-Boy Fuck tarnation.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck
1: And I am here tonight to declare war on this bastard. That's right. I'm gonna drag his fist around right, right up to the front line and I'm gonna kick her in her fucking head. Are you kidding me? She is gonna be kicked in the head. Do you hear me? He has I, I am. I am. I am. Out. But I I got a
3: box of frosted mini, you know, mini wheats here. I'm going to go ahead and try it. So go ahead and go uh, continue, Tard Morris. Wait a, minute,
1: wait, wait, wait a minute! You got a box of frosted mini wheats. Maybe you should go pass those over to Rodney. Well, wait a minute. I guess it's a little too late. Whoa! She missed her joke of weeding. It, Shame on you! Shame on you, Marty, for using your poor, decrypted wife for a cult breeder! You were in here taking us on a journey through the Bible. We got to hear about the Israelites. We got to hear about the Canaanites. We got to hear about Adam and Eve. Woo. I choked every last quote. Do you understand Woo. me? I have toppled. I am Ooh. fifteen foot high skill taken. i am wrestled in front of 60, fucking people, and I am left here to deal with that. The nature boy, sixteen times world heavyweight.
3: Now you got to understand is that, you know, neither, you know, I mean, sugar-frosted, sugar frosted. Uh, sugar frosted uh, what, little mini-wheat here? You know, a little sugar and carbs. That's not good for Roxy. You know, now, what happens is that she gets hurt if I eat something tasty in front of her, you know, especially carbs, and don't give her here. People have been saying, I, you know, I, I look very well, you know, look like I've lost weight. You gotta realize that is that when you are when you're feeding a fat little heifer, when you're feeding a fat little heifer here, and you're eating really good stuff here, they get you know these heifers get all bitchy, you know if you're eating you know yummy tasty stuff that they can't have. So what happens is that it's it's kindness Mr. Roxy, I'm munching down on this newly opened box of frosted mini spooners. You know it's sort of like mini. Wheat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, without doing it in front of Roxy, because otherwise she'd be bitching. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and unmute
2: Todd Morris here. Okay? Woo! Woo! That's right. Woo! Woo! Are you kidding
1: me? Are you kidding me? So no, what really What do you do Huh? party? What do you do? Uh, do you hide in your corner with a little puppy dog? Chew it away on your freshly opened box of prop and a fucking wheelie. Really. Huh? And you leave Roxy to starve and watch reruns of very with children in the bedroom. Are you kidding me? You should be ashamed of yourself. You don't deserve Roxy. Roxy deserves the real man. Rossi deserves a man who will take three boxes of Proxy Benny Weeks and walk them into the room and stuff them all over her bed and hat. That's what she deserves. Mock Ma- Rossi deserves a ride on Safe Mouth. Are you with me? Don't you all agree? Hashtag Safe Mountain. She needs a ride. She needs one night with a real man, and she'll be dropping. Wait, that's right. She'll be dropping pounds about as much as (laughs) Mark dropped his load. Bullshit here on a weekly basis on this fucking horrible shop. Are you kidding me, Christian? identity. These idiots don't even know their own identity. Are you kidding me? If this is what we have to look forward to putting up with in heaven, then I am going straight to hell. Are you with me? Senator, we're going to hell. We're going to hell. Hell of hell. Whoa. Right here, live tonight. Who? Bartlett said, you hear the words of the nature, boy. Right now. I will not rest until I make you bleed Whoa. and sweat Whoa. and pay the price of a Ric Flair last I'm gonna hunt you down for the indecent animal that you are, and I'm gonna choke you. He's gonna get choked? Do you hear me, Marty? I'm gonna Woo. hunt you down. I'm coming to grab you. One, two, three. That's right. I'm gonna have on my fifteen. Hundred dollar pair of shoes. Woo. That's right. Uh, I am going to have on my suit that it's worth more in your life. Woo. I'm going to be landing in the layer jet right there, crispy, right in your front yard, and I'm going to drag you out.
2: I was I was out. I was out going ahead and working
3: on filling another jar of Dose Winstead's uh, premium urine-sipping beverage and asparagus fertilizer. Uh, you know, did I miss anything from this you, boy? No?
5: Yeah, a lot of important information there he's getting into is pretty heavy.
3: Oh, is it?
5: Yeah. He was, going dra- he, was
3: going- he was going to go ahead and drag me out and do something here. You know? oh, he was bitching by Roxy, I think. Roxy, she's yeah. laying in bed, and Poopy Dog, he's, uh, he's laying in my bed and probably working on giving me some fleas, a little bastard. Yeah. You got lots of fleas, little bastard, does. Anyway, hold on here. Let's see. I'm looking for the... Oh heck, boy! Just... So oh, here, let's, let's see. I got the let's see, copy link address here. I got a new, I got a new YouTube video up for tonight.
5: Too good, too. Well, I, I,
3: I, I like the tard talk here. I'm, I'm going, to, I'm going to mute him back again here. So well, maybe
5: the question still remains,
3: more You, you, Lynch. Morty. Morty. Jew boy's called me Morty. Are you a Jew boy? No, I was calling you what your name
5: Morty. Whatever.
3: No, no, no. My name Morty. ain't my name ain't Morty. Name ain't Morty. <laughs> Morty? <laughs> uh, no Morty. Anyway, if I to hear Morty here, you know, I should, let me just unmute this uh let let me unmute this Jew boy here first. So you can call me Morty Two here. We have a two boy convention. Are you That's
1: kidding part? me? Marty, nah, nah, Marty. No I'm
3: not I'm not I'm not kidding you. Ah,
1: the only thing in your house that will be safe is the plea written. Put me down. That's the only thing. You still are getting tracked out to the front line and you're getting choked. And Rossi is gonna be delivered from her bed-written
5: affliction, whoa! And she
3: is going to... Now, Todd. I want you to know, you know, this is real and good here. Same deal as, you know, Johnny Toto Britain, and niggerless Brian Reel and Bell Fink. You gotta realize, is I always maintain a charge <laughs> on this portable electric drill which has, you know, which has a quarter-inch drill bit in it. So there's no, st- there's no time that's safe here. You know what I mean? I mean, the electricity come, could come off and use damn batteries.
2: They retain their charge for up to three days. Just something to remember, all right?
5: So you are say that you accept the challenge.
1: Challenge of what? If he threatening me. Are you threatening me with your power drill? I'm gonna take your hold well, on, hold on, hold on, Tard. Hold on, Tard. hold on, Tard. That power that drill, that pull. that power drill. Both of your on
3: I'm gonna I tried to tell old Tard. I mean, you know, look, Tard,
4: You
1: know,
3: same way with old Johnny Tantra Britain, old nigger, lips Brian real. You know, Rabbi Ben Fink, is that. That power drill does not extend to Emmett, Washington, or Emmett, Idaho. I mean, as long as you stay where you belong, you know, the other Lamanite serial polygamists, you know, homosexual uh, red niggers, you know, and the nigger nosed you boys in Panama City, Florida, or up the nigger lips, you know, Juno Brown, Mams, who's a mentor here, you're perfectly safe from me. And my Black and Decker power drill with the quarter-inch drill bit, you know, here in Granby, Missouri. That power, that that portable drill, does not leave, does not leave, you know, the uh, does not leave the uh, the seminary, or or the world headquarters, you know, at 338 Rabbit Track Road, Granby, Missouri. I mean, you know, as long as you don't come to Granby, you're perfectly safe. In fact, you know, heck, I don't even, you know, I don't even head toward East Granby or North Granby
2: with the power drill. Hmm. What? what was the house number again? No, 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 no. He
1: said 338. Write it down. Write it down. You hear me, Marty? Let's get it. I am coming to Granby city, Missouri to walk who, that out. And you and your black and power thrills are going to be the nature of our own. It's Whoa. I'm coming for you, Marty. You understand me? You expect a visit from rich Flair. I'm coming. You better tell Roxy, you better strap her down to her bed. You better hide the puppy dog. You better close down your Skype. You better hide your Nazi dog. Because the nature boy is coming to test it on
3: them for many weeks. I'm not going to worry about it
5: too much. Pretty serious.
3: So. Well, I don't know. serious as you boy can get, I guess.
5: Well, uh, i mean, get you budget, Really, really, I mean,
3: you know, I don't know. I'm in fairly good shape now. You know what I mean?
5: So how much you have been drinking every day?
3: here.
5: You up to a thirty pack yet?
3: No, I don't, I don't dig it. I got a thirty pack tripping around. Is that, Keystone, is that Keystone is that Keystone is that Keystone regular any good beer? it well, if it comes in- and drink something. I mean, you know, Monday night at the Nuthouse, you know, the, uh, Nets would go ahead, the Nets would go ahead and look at this, uh, WWF here, you know, that in the Sarah, you know, Potter Chronicle, that only lasted about a year or so, you know, uh, but they had some skank, you know, and then they had some Terminator she skank here, you know, uh. She might have been Jewish, too, here. She didn't have that big a tits,
4: though.
3: The Nuts Nuts would go ahead and look at wrestling, you know, just before pay-per-view. You know, they they go back whipping it up here. The Nuts would go ahead and like watching wrestling. And the Sarah Connor Chronicles, too, here. I don't know why. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. About time. It's about time to shut down the third class.
5: Well, that's just for real. You know, a lot of people think it's not, but I can tell you firsthand experience that that's no well, So,
3: do you think wrestling for real is so more like. Oh, I don't know. It's so like the Democratic debates. Is that, is that for real?
4: I mean, yeah, I'm watching
3: I'm watching a Tommy Jew Boy and I'm watching I'm watching an evil an evil stank. Boy head and go after each other, you know, hammering tongs and I don't know.
4: Yeah.
3: I would say I would mm-hmm. say the fight I would say the fight between uh the Jew boy Bernie Sanders and Swillery is probably more real, you know, than this you know, professional wrestling shit. Yeah, fun, but let, let
5: me ask you this: mm-hmm.
3: If it wasn't real, then why would
5: they put it on TV?
3: Hell, well, I know.
5: know. Answer me that.
3: I don't. I mean, it's probably an unknown mystery of the universe as to well, sort of like why do yeah. dairy farmers? Why do dairy farmers badmouth big fat women on welfare? When big fat well women on welfare are the ones who eat the most government cheese. I mean, you know that there's an unknown mystery of the universe for you. But you better know, see that's the thing, though. They wouldn't put it
5: on. They wouldn't broadcast it on television if it wasn't for real.
3: Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, we've already discussed. We've already discussed here whether or not you can believe what Ramses II said about you know how things went at Kadesh here and in 1279 B.C. here. I mean, I think old, I think old Ramsey's uh, sort of gilded the lily on that here. Well, he nearly got his ass whooped by the Hittites.
5: So you're talking about Ramsey Paul, right? No,
3: no, no. Ramsey's the second here. Ramsey's Paul here is a Jew boy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, yeah, what you're talking about, Earlier, you know, I tell a lot of people you can't believe
0: you know what
5: uh you know this week's newspaper but you know, we can uh trust your know, books that were written a thousand years ago because no way that so you,
3: you mean you mean they didn't lie back then?
5: There's no way that false.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'd be, I'd, I'd just, uh, sorta, I mean, I, sort of. Every t- every single time I hear someone open his mouth here, you know, most of the time it doesn't really matter. I mean, what? whether or not what they, re- whether or not you know, whatever these people are saying, whether or not they believe it's true, they're they're full of shit anyway. So, what difference does it make? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, they may even think it's true, but you got to ask yourself. I mean, what difference does it make? Oh, no. You know, and then, you know, then what happens is that usually, usually, like, like tonight here, I'm looking at CNN, and they have a nigger and a mongrel yapping at each other. Now, they're probably saying something that they may or may not believe is true, but, you know, shit, if you're looking at a nigger and a mongrel yapping at each other, yapping some stuff here, chances are, it's, you know, it's just nigger and Mongol shit, Now I don't really give a crap one way or the other here. You know what I mean? But actually, you'll learn more. You'll actually learn more by going ahead and just leaving the fucking sound off here. You know what I mean? Because then, cause then you can go ahead and make up your own damn dialogue. You know what I mean? Now, over here, they got a whole bunch of niggers, and essentially they're sucking up water. Uh, they're sucking up water and putting water into barrels. It looks like there's a bunch of niggers and dotheads or whatever. And you have no idea what the hell's going on, but, you know, now they've got some relatively clean water, but I guess there's a, there's a, there's a drought here and some deadliest heat waves, and oh, it's in India. 2,500 fatalities in uh, 2000, in 2015, and what happens, you had more of them in 1995 or something like that. So they're yapping about what the hell's going on and about how it's really fucking hot in India. You know what I mean? Strong solar radiation. So yeah, some mans are here yapping about oh, about how dotheads are you know, they're you know, they're 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 cooking out in India so if anybody gives a shit, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. Uh,
3: so anyway, I'm probably past your bedtime here. And essentially, I think I've, you know, I don't want to eat too damn many of them damn frosted mini wheats here. Uh, I went ahead and found a fresh box of them here. I dug out the trunk of the Buick,
5: uh-huh. so
3: I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and keep those frosted mini wheats. And essentially, I got caught up on my rest here. I think I'm going to go ahead and call in right a night. How's that?
5: Oh uh, yeah. Um... What I'd recommend for your, you know, uh, diet regimen there is, uh, you know, to eat uh, plenty of chicken and pork rinds and uh,
3: okay.
5: get your daily value of salt on those also. And then, uh, you know, of course, a healthy portion of, uh, you know, beer, you I recommend... The pork rinds
3: and beer? Pork rinds and beer are part of the, the, the mandatory food groups, right?
5: Yeah, and a few packs of cigarettes daily. And then, oh, is
3: it not, <laughs> uh, I'm the, not much into the cigarettes here.
5: Then you'll or, be or, the,
3: or really the pork rinds. Roxy likes the pork rinds a lot more than I do.
5: Yeah, then you'll be to. I ultimate. mean, I, I, actually,
3: I actually have the anti, you know, anti-dumbia and anti... George, you know uh, George Herbert Walker Hoover Bush here because I like broccoli, and I ain't, <clears throat> I don't that over for the pork rinds. <laughs>
5: Didn't you'll be in the, the alpha male shape that you're going to need to be in to take on toward, uh more there. So
3: oh, I don't know. I mean, shoot. I think I'll just I think I'll just go ahead and make sure. You know, I'm bringing an extra Black & Decker battery pack here for the damned uh, portable drill here. I mean, shit, I have two freaking, you know, relatively charged up battery packs here. I bet old Todd Morris here, he'll just be like a pussy. He'll just...
2: Alright, sounds good. So, yeah, like...
5: Go to Buddy Clayton. You might be able to get you an axe to uh, grind in there. So. Ugh.
2: Ugh. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was looking at this
3: commercial here. Uh, I don't know if you uh, look at some of these na- late one thing. You go ahead and see something for the ASPCA, American Society for Prevention of Cruelty Animals here. What I like is this little skank called Kaylee here. She has perky tits. You know, essentially she's a stupid bitch. And yeah, she I'm Kaylee, and I got a tight twat and nice little perky kits here, and I want you to go ahead and join me, not clubbing fucking baby seals or shit like that here. So I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes I wonder here if you know would make that little skank go ahead and ovulate here if you were to fucking club baby seals on that stupid little bitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, mm. Just, just what, just what? Have you ever wondered about that shit here?
5: Yeah, I think about that pretty often.
3: Uh, <laughs> okay. So. Uh, I mean, I bet I bet the little skank would ovulate if you actually clubbed a fucking baby seal right before we're here. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. She she's bitching and whining and pissing and moaning about, you know, you know clubbing baby seals. Now, folks, uh, I ain't ever clubbed a baby seal in my fucking life here, you know, but... But what happens is that just to go ahead and make that bitch you know, bitch piss and moan here, I mean I'd probably take up, you know, clubbing baby seals just for you know, just for shits and giggles here, you know what I mean? Yeah. See <laughs> and I don't think they're talking about British broadcasting corporation either. So <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, some <laughs> people know who I'm talking about, who talking about, oh, you know? yeah. i talk about, Old Kaylee. I like Kaylee here. This is a different tank. Sort of like this. looks like that Emma Watson
0: tank here who
3: was on, uh, what the hell? I mean, she was so, you know, Hermione, Hermione here, whatever here. Yeah, you know, we're talking about Kaylee here. I don't know, that ain't Kaylee here. You know? <laughs> anyway, who is that here? I have no idea here. Let me, go mm. ahead and click, let me go ahead and click the Let me go ahead and click this third link here. Okay, Jewface here, my. <laughs> so that what was the name of that skank? whatever here. I mean, she looks like a broken Irish or something like that here. Jewface. <laughs> Historical hate and heroism in Nazi-occupied Holland by David Green. Green, whatever. Anyway, you know. No, we're talking about a different skank. We're talking about old Kaylee here, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, looks like the Tards looks like you know looks like most of the Tards end down here. So anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and call her tonight. You
4: know, mm-hmm. the phone
3: let me down and the beater phone let me down twice here. So uh well five hundred pound cabbage patch kid. No, I do not here. Uh, by the way, I loaded up Roxy, loaded up Roxy, right. uh, you know, in the Buick here uh, Tuesday, and heck, she, uh, she went, you know, seeing the doctor or something like that, and she had a nice time, and everything's okay here. Anyway, here, the Soviet Rebel leaked that photo. No, well, no biggie. Anyway, folks, uh, you have any final last words, White uh, White Trash Radio?
5: Talk with you Sunday night. Okay. Probably.
3: Probably? Well, who knows? Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, oh, American Idol is you know leaving the air supposedly, and this nigger. Uh, Supposed nigger president is yapping about, I guess, here. I really don't pay too much attention to the damn nigger here. In my YouTube video, in my YouTube video here, I got me a, you know, well, I got me a little black bastard here, but I call him Belsie up here. Okay? So, anyway, here is Bill Actress. Anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and call it night here. Any, any, any last words? Okay, well I'll take that as uh, that's it here. Alright, folks, I'm gonna go ahead and call in night. I lasted out lasted a couple of you boys and a tard. So anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and call it night. Uh, so anyway, I'm gonna go, go ahead and say hell victory. I'm gonna go ahead and play what's gonna be my campaign song here, you know, the foreign guyer. So anyway, until whenever, Sunday night. We're gonna go ahead and say, "Hail, victory!
2: May Yahweh bless and good night."
4: <laughs> White men
1: clad in black are we, hi ho and we'll stamp out dog tyranny, hi-ya-ho. White men go, we vote ho, on
3: the city roof let the red cock crow White men go, Civil War ho. On um, the courthouse was let red blood flow. Adam, Dale, Danny, this man. Kiri, ice. Oh, who was then the ruling man, Kiri,
1: lay ice. White men go, we will ho, on the city roofs let the red cock grow.
3: White mango, go, we will war ho, on the courthouse walls let red blood flow.
1: For white men, their white suit, the Jews are laid low. I'm drink next, we stomp our boots, to Sam pal, cuzzle. White men go, we vote ho, on the city roofs, let the
3: red cock grow. White man go, war we'll ho, on the cord of let red blood
1: flow. We see the only love is good. Aye, 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 ho. The love of God, our only name. Aye, aye, aye ho. men go, we vote ho. On the city we let the red cat grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red, blood flow. We'll talk before our causes, right? Aye, aye, a-ho. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Aye, aye, a White men go, we vote ho.
3: On the city roofs, let the red cock crow. White mango go, civil war ho. On the courthouse
1: lawns, let red, red blood flow.
2: Okay, round two. Name
0: something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club!